Sports For years, rocking my peers, putting suckers in fear, making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom, explosions, <laughs> overpowering, right over the competition. I'm towering, wrecking the shop when I drop these lyrics that'll make you call the cops. Don't you stare, you better move. Don't ever compare <laughs> me to the rest that'll get you sliced and diced. Competition's paying the price. I'm gonna knock you out. Mama said knock you out. <laughs> I'm gonna knock you out. Mama said knock you out. Oh, you could tell we took a week off. <laughs> Hello and welcome everybody to the TPS Reports podcast. Uh, back once Brr. again. Brr. Uh, oh. <coughs> Good God, get it out. I'm going to knock you out. Uh, I'm going to hawk on my futon. In honor of Charles Oliveira knocking out Michael Chandler. Yeah. Let's go, baby. Let's get it. We got a new lightweight champ. We got a new lightweight champ. Okay, dude. I thought you were going to take <laughs> off with more fight talk and we were going to start there. Dude, it was awesome. Yeah, I was also rooting for him, and I felt like uh, he lost the Can first round. Can you believe that some people weren't? I saw these like uh, like memes, like you know, uh, because in the first round, Michael Chandler looked like he was going to win. You know, actually, it was all over the place. Oliveira took his back. Then Michael Ch- Chandler just like exploded up out of a fucking. Uh, a body lock from Charles Oliveira, and I was like, that's not good. I was deflated. Then he binked him, and Charles goes down for a takedown, but he hesitates, and then he gets binked again, and then yeah. he gets binked and binked. He kept getting binked. But you know what? <laughs> he never really looked like he was, like, fucked up. Yeah. Uh, whereas uh, in the second round, 19 or fucking 10 seconds in, Oliveira drops Chandler uh, with a left hook, and... I don't think at any of the banking points for for Oliveira that he was nearly in as much trouble as Chandler was from that one punch that dropped him. He was fucked from right there. So Chandler won? Oliveira won. Right. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. I put new stuff in the uh in the in the in the pad, so I was excited to press one. Okay. Uh they're not they're they're straight gentlemen or Come homosexuals. On. Come on, dude. <laughs> You're not even trying. <laughs> he loves the cop. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. Really? We just had to put this in here? And did I, no, I'm sorry. And yeah. did I mention I was gay? <laughs> yeah, that's the one we needed. This one right here. I'm the chucklehead. I feel like we say it a lot um, now. Um, um, I noticed, uh, I listen back when I edit these episodes. It's like, we say that every episode, so I uh, put it in there. My girlfriend the other day was like, uh, because when we don't have this soundboard here, it's we just do it. You know? Yeah, we'll say. I would I would go as far as to say that fifty percent, if not more, <laughs> just a roll of what I contribute to conversation in my life. It's something you memorize from a VHS. Exactly. Tape as and a at kid. some point she said, Do you ever have an original thought? And I was like, <laughs> Fuck you, bro. Cause it really like uh it hit home. 
Yeah, I thought about having more original thoughts, but then I was like, <laughs> well, fuck that. <laughs> All right. It's just, uh, but then I realized, like, that's what meme culture is, you know? Yeah. Uh, that, like, so and I'm not I alone. That. I'm not alone, though. I feel like the, that's the I, I new norm. I draw a line in the sand, dude. I don't want to be associated with meme culture. The new norm. I know it's like, not cool to shame cultures, but fuck your culture if it's that of a meme. Yeah. Uh, I hate that's an oxymoron. You to just me. look at it's one not, thing, it's not culture, and it's, you go, "It's a thing." Oh, that's like when Leo's like, at the TV, <laughs> here I come. <laughs> Once upon a time in Hollywood, you know, he's like pointing at the TV. Uh, that's just like when the guy turns around and looks at the other girl. It's like just the Family Guy formula. <laughs> that reminds me of when. Yes, it's like that right? blank. Fill in the blank. Uh, so, turns- but I, I did feel very uh, self-conscious when she said that because it's true. And uh, later on in that day. It's She's just, like, do you ever have an original thought? No. They just kept coming <laughs> no, out. No. <laughs> uh, they just kept coming out, and I'm like, not today. It's not going to be today. Uh, so Term's still got his foot wrapped up. I see that that hasn't healed all the way it's yet. It's getting better, though. Look at this. Yeah, you know, the white wiggle every fingernail polish hasn't shipped, so that's positive. I can wiggle my toes, and I can do this thing wiggle again, where I can I kind of like crack my foot. Do a little, like you know, a little clockwise right. half moons. <laughs> uh, but if I put... I still can't put enough pressure over here on this side. Yeah, Term was telling me that put a, a little bit of a damper on the, you know, you just got back from California and other areas. I didn't realize you guys, what the fuck are you doing over here? I don't here? know. What did I do? <laughs> Jesus. It's looped in right here. Hold on. Oh, boy. It's always something around here. This thing's going all blowy on me. I need that. That's what I need. I'll watch The Departed next. And then I'll make sure to pull that. And uh, right. I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other I guy. I did that like four <laughs> days ago. It was so windy in Joshua Tree. I was bored while you were gone. I had to do something for the podcast in your absence. At one point, it was super windy. And I go, this Joshua Tree is going all bluey on me. <laughs> <laughs> Makes zero sense. Dude, I hate the wind. It was so uh, the second night in Joshua Chicago. Tree. Exactly. So I got roots in this shit. It's been oppressing me my whole life. Uh, and the second night in Joshua Tree. Actually, I got some... I started documenting things like you with your uh, your neighbors. The neighbor. neighbor. <laughs> gotta, gotta watch Carlin now. I gotta put a whole Carlin pad in this fucking this, thing. This <laughs> I swear this isn't the neighbor. Even nearly the worst of it, but you can see for the visual. This was my tent one night. Tent. Oh, the noise! I thought you like you need a noise machine. Isn't this natural fun? Tarp blowing in a wind. The noise machine is like one constant. <laughs> I know. I'm calming. joking. This is terrible. like the side of the tent looks <laughs> like every 10 seconds the side of the tent like blows back in and hits my head Jeez. i couldn't I, I got like two hours sleep uh i hate the wind it's the worst because when it's cold you know you go in the shade when it's hot you fucking you fan yourself or something you can't get around the wind you can't do anything Mm-mm. have you tried a windbreaker i mean the whole tent <laughs> is a windbreaker I'm break that shit in half <laughs> you know the tent a tent is made out of windbreaker I'm a windbreaker. Oh wait, I think I put, I put just a fart noise in here somewhere. Where's that? You know what? I got. Um, nope. That's nope. I don't know where it is. All night, like the whole night. No earplugs. Huh? No earplugs. Um. You know so yeah. Shit. If the wind was a person, I'd kill their whole family. <laughs> uh, like obviously, I'd kill them. Also, uh, yeah. But to you know, first I would kill their whole family in front of them. God damn it! I swear I just put a fart noise in this. You thing know, too. because 
I hate the wind so much that it's How not, much do <laughs> it's you? not enough to kill the wind. You have to kill their entire ancestry so then there's no more wind to be had. Damn. You know what I'm saying? You may, in recent weeks, I feel like you've made the joke when things go bad. You're like, I feel like you. Like, you feel like me, you know? Because I'm usually the guy who has a cloud of shit all falling on top of them pretty much every day, all day. That's the pattern we've established. So, I mean, I, I feel pretty decent right now. This is nice. I'm going to try like and just enjoy I, that more me type things are happening to you. This is like when everything's me. looking up for George and Elaine is like, <laughs> I'm George. Yeah. I actually do. <laughs> I'm you. What one, happened? I had one thing that really bothered me. And this isn't in comparison to the other things, you know, that were like literally stripping my sanity away. Uh, this, not yeah. so much, but it really, it's, I uh, remember uh, not this past year or like this past January rather, but. A year and a half ago, two birthdays ago, my mom bought me a, a vinyl thing. It's like, or like framed the spooky language of yeah. the napalm vi- vinyl for me. Right. That thing doesn't exist anymore. Did it fall? No. I, I never hung it on the wall because they never fucking put it together right. So the story of this vinyl, which actually like I, I liked it a lot. It was a, uh, I loved this gift. It's very, it never made it to nice the gift. wall, mostly because the last place, there was a, an escape plan for most of last year. I did plan to put it up. And then I tried to this year, but here's what happened. When I got the thing, I had it home and I just had it sitting up against the wall, just resting in a spare room, waiting to be put on the wall one day. And uh, before, I'd say maybe within two months, and it just stayed there, it stayed there for a couple months and not much, I didn't move it around, nothing goes on. And the, the shit fell out of place. The vinyl fell out of its mount and, and inside the glass, like I can't fix that. Right. It slips out and falls and now it's like, fuck. So I have to, I didn't even have a car at this point. So I had to like get a ride from you to return it to the fucking Michaels, That's which is happened. where my mom purchased it from. That's Anywho, we fingerboarded while we waited. Yeah. <laughs> That's my memory of it. I have done that now <laughs> in, in total. You know, where you get your, uh, at Michaels, where you get your item sized for a frame yeah. in that little back area with a consultant. It's, it's like awesome for fingerboarding. It really is. And every time I've gone there, I've been so preoccupied and frustrated with the situation. I've, I've, I, I left my fingerboard at home every single time. And that makes it worse when I get there, quite frankly. Uh, anywho. Leaving your fingerboard at home, no, no matter where you're going. So that was going, the first time. It you, makes you, whatever you're about to do worse. Yep. You drove me back <laughs> with the thing. And then I, I ended up moving. And I moved farther from this fucking location to the store. I have had to go back there that time. That was the first time. But not once, not twice, not three, not f- five fucking times in just over a year because every time they fix it, I get it back. And then within a month of like sitting, waiting for me to mount the fucking thing, I had to move. Sitting, waiting, wishing. Um, Jay Johnson. And it, it, it just, it always, something falls out. The sleeve fell out of place. The vinyl again. The what other the vinyl. What the fuck fall. do they use as an adhesive? I have like, gotten so chew good gum? at like tearing the heads off of customer service. I, it's not a skill I want to have, but you've heard me on the last fucking year and like the TV thing and the landlord's thing. And then it's like, like I get tape? to this situation. So I couldn't, I couldn't justify after five failed attempts from this shitty frame guy and sticking it exactly i remember last time i was like look <laughs> i want my doing? money back and they and they even said we can't give you, you should come like with like a like the best adhesive you can buy and right. go fucking use this or yeah, i gotta spend more money the they store. can't do their job so you I should kill him you should take the guy <laughs> oh i didn't consider that <laughs> and i might now <laughs> and kill his whole family and then kill him uh, it's a solution to a lot of problems for sure I don't want this to happen to some other guy who has some achievement to mm. frame on the wall. And it actually, instead of reminding them that like you did something, it, and honestly, all it did was it made me feel like a failure. I, like It just reminded me to, to have my time wasted with this thing. It was just becoming such a, a pain in the neck, and I couldn't believe it. Every time, I'd just have it sitting against the wall in the spare room, and I'd, ch- I'd go in one day, 
not touching the fucking thing and it's something fell out of place so yes i've gone back like the second and third time i was like look i don't ever want to take this shit out of here so use your strongest shit glue up the whole backs of it i don't give a fuck do that and then it still is all falling I remember the guy saying last time like i've never had so much trouble with a darn piece and i'm like well whatever fucking figure it out like Did this, he say darn no but that would made me even more mad <laughs> this is the like that this is that dark cloud of bullshit that is just like, why me why do everything i invest my money in is it, it fucking tanks it just fucking doesn't work hey, or it breaks if it did work I know and it was just something great and it was like I swear it started adding to my like anxiety like they would when they delivered it after they fix it it's wrapped up like I can't see it it's in brown paper in a you know it's padded a little bit right I I get so the last couple times I've been so nervous like I leave it in that when I put it on the and then I'm about to mount it I would rip it in the store I should have no, they. So I didn't. I go fuck your hard work of your stupid rap. It job. sounds stupid. Show me if it's done right before I, I take it home. It sounds stupid, but that's how I would approach it when they they would drop it off. I'd have to bring it back every fucking time. And if you add up the trips now, it just, it's cost me like five extra hours in the last year of figuring out how to, you know, hey, try again. We paid for something, but yeah, the last time or two, I was saying refund, like money back, and then they said we can only give you up to like twenty percent of your money back. I'm like, well, you never gave me a hundred percent of the fucking thing I paid for. Like it's. It's just not working out. And I never claimed that. He said, because they delivered it again, the quote unquote fix again, the fourth time. And the fix he, is in. And he said that uh, I got to go into the store to get the, the refund. And I was like, fuck it. They were only going to give me like maybe a hundred bucks out of the 500 that this fucking thing. Give uh, me the record back. They said like, I, I, I said way. it's been not, this isn't a third time even, you know, three strikes. This is a fifth strike. This is unfucking acceptable. I need a, and I said something like that or like, I don't know what I'm supposed to fucking do at this point. And then she goes, sir, if you could please refrain from swearing in the store you gotta sample that what the moment you curse you give him the high moral ground Charmaine <laughs> so I let an F slip and she goes sir please, please refrain from swearing I can in fill the this store. whole board with Sopranos yeah um, and then my response was give me my when money you back get your balls I said just give me a refund and I'll refrain from being in here and then she's like okay she took my card and put the money but then like so now I just have these two loose vinyls and they just like I don't know it really with like glue on I don't know how else to each. describe it other than like it hurt my feelings that like I couldn't have this nice thing. It was just like I. Lo- it was, I don't know. My mom crushed this gift, and then they yeah. crushed my. I think fucking that's maturity, soul. where you don't get mad anymore. You just get deflated. Yeah, I like, just like, and it's. I, it hurt my feelings. I was like, I'm proud of this because you're at a place where you're like, yeah, that's what should happen. I'm fucking proud of this thing, and like, <laughs> it was a remind. Like, I don't know. I like, yeah, we. We make music. We we sell vinyl. It's like this dream I had when I was younger and kind of living it. I loved this reminder. And then it just turned into like a mental health trigger. Every time I'd see this fucking thing, I'd be like, does that thing fall out of its place a fifth time? It like, never made it. Oh, my God. So damn you had it. it a year and a half. Two not years? even. Not even. No, this was uh, two Januaries ago. So, um, yeah, almost a year and a half. That's two years, isn't it? No. Two it's Januaries it's ago. almost June. Oh, this, including this January. Yes. One, <laughs> two. <laughs> okay. Um, Anyways, but that's the darkest my cloud. Still, you had it a year and three months. It could have never, and it never made the wall. It never made it to the wall, and I, I there were times I tried, and I was like, wait, I can't even put it up. Look, it fell out again. I gotta go get it back, and then I'd be waiting, and I go put it up one day. This most recent time, this was like within a month. Times four and five were like just recently. I lived here. It was after the move. Even if it got like jostled in the move, which I don't believe it did, it looked fine. Fell out again, got it fixed allegedly, and then they fucking bring it. back. It was three weeks maybe and that was time number five after it's like yo fool me once fool right. me four consecutive fucking well, you know times what? give me my goddamn money we back. do a show yeah right here for lots of people 
Lots of people listen to this. I'm going to tarnish Michaels' good name. And you know what? Yeah, that's this is what we do this for. Uh, you know, because they ask me what I do and who I do it for. In the sea of listeners that we have for this for this very program, one of them could be a fucking professional framer who's like, I'm going to do I'm going to do right by I do. I, that's where I'd still like to put the budget that I got back. Clack away to the what is the email for the show? Into a mom and pop shop. TBS do it reports right. at gmail.com. You got it. Uh, they're going to click TBS Wars podcast. Fuck. You didn't got it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to be like, yo, let me and my boys frame that shit up hey, for yo, you. Me and my boy. I don't, know why. <laughs> I don't know. Is this uh, Malibu's most wanted? Uh, uh, I went to Malibu. I went to the beach in Malibu. Ah, let's talk about that. It was beautiful. I forgot I took some notes from my trip. Okay. Fucking assholes at Michael's. Alcatraz. Fuck you, Mike. Went to Alcatraz. I Damn, saw. that was something I wanted to do when I was out there last. And it was like. You have to plan you, it. Yep. Months in a half. So you planned this months ahead so last time i went to frisco with my fam a few years ago my mom wanted to take us and found out right. what you found out yep. so all, we did the boat tour though okay that goes around it which is pretty cool uh and it goes under the golden gate uh but now this time we got to tour the actual island which was very cool I was got it to like see that scene in uh so i married an axe murderer do they go to Alcatraz? They go to Alcatraz. You and uh, Phil Hartman, I believe, is the warden or the guard that gives them the tour. I haven't seen that movie in like 25 years. <laughs> something about pissing down his eye socket or something. Anyways, go on. I just remember it's the lady <laughs> from uh, Pulp Fiction. Any of you fucking pigs move! Yep, that's her. She's the killer, right? Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's the axe murderer who marries. I'm the chucklehead. So we went and I got to see, uh, there was no tour guide, I imagine, because the pandemic thing, but, and they gave us each. They just let you loose in Alcatraz? They whatever you want. An MP, either you download an app that has like the whole tour on it, but I didn't have headphones, uh, or they give you an MP3 player. And then they don't give you headphones, I'm sure, because of COVID. And I'm like, fuck, now I'm just holding. And, it, and it's an MP3 player in a, like a zipped up plastic bag, which makes it much more clunky and inconvenient. And it's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a coat on with Here's a hood. Here's a nice piece of shit. We have to get so many more quotes. <laughs> I had a coat on with a hood, so I, I was able to uh, like slip it in the back of my hood. And it just rested in my hood and the audio was playing. It was nice. Okay. Uh, I used to do that when I would work like a warehouse job. I used to uh, do this. I listened to like Opie and Anthony replays, Dude. throw my phone in my hood and it would, the sound would be right work by my ear. construction for my stepdad mm -hmm. and it was like, not replays, it was while Opie and Anthony were on air because it was like R seven right, in the morning. But I would, yeah, I wouldn't watch or I wouldn't listen live that someone would upload them in the afternoon and that I And would, I would, I would call the show. And then you can listen on hold. So I would lie to Troy Kwan, who was the, the guy who would take their calls. And I would actually sometimes I would say to Troy, "Hey Troy, I just want to listen on my phone because I don't have serious." And he was he was a nice dude, and he would be like, "If we get too many calls, I'll have I'll probably have to kick you off." But that never happened. Yeah. Uh, and then I would it was my flip phone, so I would put it around put it to my ear, and then I would tie a bandana around my head and like tie my phone to my head while I would work. <laughs> Life hack master. It's <laughs> a life here. hack, dog. <laughs> um, what was I saying though? I went to Alcatraz, right? And I got to see the cell that Clint Eastwood busted out of. It was sick. Sweet. Uh, and you get to see like the the fucking back of the cell thing where they'd climb all the pipes. Uh, you love climbing pipes, don't you? <laughs> it was dope. I got he to see. Loves the cock. Got to see Capone's cell. Uh. I liked it. It was a fun experience. Uh, next in my notes, DJ Eyeball. 
I saw that. I saw it on fucking his Instagram, just out of the fucking blue. The Gotta dude, get that quote. Uh, <laughs> out of the fucking blue. <laughs> my brother, for like, my brothers live in Long Beach. That was part of uh, what we were doing out there. Is visiting them, and my brother is in a bunch of bands. Uh, a lot of like hardcore, like punk kind of stuff. <laughs> He'll he's in like five bands because he's just trying to you know just play. And this past year, so they play like the type of establishments where we were hanging out, uh, the Doll Hut in Anaheim, uh, which is like a place that I guess has just been having shows for the past year and, and just getting either shut down or to the point where the cops just let them do it. Hmm. Uh, it was it was dope though. They had this like open air fucking drug market. I'm gonna try to blow up their spot. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> but there was like it was like a festival where they had like little like. Uh, I'm not trying to like tell vendor. you where the drugs are, but it's the Doll Hut in <laughs> yeah. Long Beach, Anaheim. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and they had like, so why did you do that? <laughs> let, let them think it's Long. They Beach. had like vendor booths with like nug and shrooms and edibles, guns with the cereal scraped <laughs> off, <laughs> babies and yes. ghost guns. Uh, it was really cool. My dad came out. My dad was also visiting, uh, just coincidentally. Oh, I just you guys, you guys out here too. He's <laughs> crashing. Air quotes, coincidentally, trip. yes. Um, so we were hanging out, and my brother invited us. Uh, we were headed back to we, me and Berta stayed in Santa Clarita, which was like an hour away. And we were about to head back, and Zach was like, "Hey, it's hip hop night at the Doll Hut. If you want to come hang out." And I'm like, "It's fucking nine o'clock. What are we doing? Just going back." Uh, so we went and hung out, and yeah, sure enough, because it's hip hop night. Uh, at like an hour later, I see. Wait this a minute, go DJ. <laughs> That's my DJ. This dude's checking in at the front, and I'm like, that dude looks mad, like DJ eyeball. Uh, and I hate like approaching people. It's been a couple that I years think, since we've been, uh, you know, played a show. Together. I don't know why. I'm so lame that I, I I'm you so are. afraid of like. You could have uh, stopped there. I don't know why you're so lame. <laughs> just saying, hey, are you so and so? And them going, no. I'm going, oh my bad. Oh yeah. I thought you were someone else. That's I don't understand why that's so fearful, uh, but yeah, I just waited until we kind of caught eyes and we're both like, eh? Eh? "What are you yeah. doing here?" When I went to uh, that Bulls game last week, uh, fun time. Lost my weed pen afterwards. Dark Ooh. cloud. We found a weed pen in the Uber on the way to the airport. That was mine. Um, anyways, I, I lasted the whole trip. It was great. I think I saw a guy that was like leaving, you know, sitting in the row in front and at the end of the game, he's leaving. I'm kind of like caught eyes and I'm like, I think that kid used to like come to my parties in my basement in those days with like friend of a friend. I just like, just for a flash in my head. And I was like, should I give him like a, the eyebrow or that? And I just looked away. I was like, nope, don't, I don't know. I don't I don't want to, Hey, yeah. do you, it's not happening. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Even that would be a weird time, but I've had clear opportunities where it was like, was the person. And just being like, uh, yeah, I've had this weird. Yeah, I'm I'm listening to something. I don't want to pause right now. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just want to go about my day, get what I was buying, and keep listening. I don't want to say hello to an old friend. Mm. Be a human being. Oh, and uh, during COVID, like uh, with everyone wearing masks, I had a moment or two where it was like, uh, actually, at a Michaels, I thought I saw a friend's mom of mine, a friend of mine's mom, <laughs> friend's <laughs> mom of mine. <laughs> And uh, I like I ended up like waiting. Uh, she was after me, the transaction after me. So I walk away from the cashier, and now she's just checking out. And I was like, if I hear her voice, I'll know if it's her or not. But I look weird, just like standing there now to wait until the lady's leaning says, in, and bending it was her. your ear. Yeah. 
Any other vacation highlights? Oh, uh, Hooters. I told you. Right. <laughs> Hooters is a highlight of being in California? I went to, uh, we, we had a reservation at P.F. Chang's. Fancy schmancy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I've never eaten at a PF Chang's. I've only had like the, the, you know, you could buy their shit in a freezer. It's my brother's uh, <laughs> choice whenever he, it's his choice. I remember that about him. So either. we always go there for Ian. Yeah, he loves it. Uh, loves PF Chang's. And my mom. I mean, it's not terrible. We got a reservation for six for the family. My, my mom and stepdad and us. And because my dad is out there, he was invited to come join us. And, uh, I think this that's really cool. I've never had dinner with my mom's stepdad and my dad at the same table, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's that's nice that this will happen in a, in like a you know P.F. Chang's isn't fucking fancy schmancy. I'm kidding, but it's not McDonald's. You know, right. it's not fucking Hooters. No, P.F. Chang's is fine. I would if there's a hierarchy. <laughs> it's a good, yeah, it's a good McDonald's restaurant. is down here. It's still awesome. Still awesome. And then Hooters is above that somewhere, but above that, above those two is a P.F. Chang's. I might. There's many McDonald's things above over the, the Chang's, honestly. Uh, You're so probably right. We get I've there. I've had uh, innumerable more experiences at McDonald's. I've been to a Hooters like once or twice. And and I'll tell you what, wouldn't have had to deal with this shit at McDonald's. So we get there and they we had a reservation for six and they won't seat a table of seven because we have one extra person now coming. Because your stepdad slipped the hostess a hundo. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, this guy's coming. <laughs> Change the rules the for kibosh. me tonight, sweetie. <laughs> uh, no, it's just you know, just yeah, COVID and you know, it's just nonsense and they're cool with a table of six but if we pull up a chair and and one more person from the bloodline of everyone at the table except two of them (laughs) (laughs) sits down suddenly the the fucking health and safety of the entire restaurant is put into jeopardy you know it doesn't make any sense and then they're like we're, we're going to seat you at two tables, but we're going to seat them like next to each other. And then there's like a row of three tables and they go and sit uh, the first group of us down like at the, th- there's somebody, so it's three tables, somebody's at the first one and then the next two are empty. Right. Uh, so again, there's nobody next to you guys because they're no. going to skip a table for the protocols and shit anyways. So it's like, even if you pulled a chair up, it's not like you're all that much closer to the next patrons. So... They said you're fine. The first grouping of us at the third table, and then the the rest of us start to go for the second table right there in the middle. Like we're all going to be next to each other horizontally, and then they're like, "No, you can't sit there. Like there needs to be an empty table in between every table." And then they try to sit the other group. We're like across the restaurant with our backs to everybody, and they're like, you know. They're like patting themselves on the back about how they like found a way to, to let us be as together. She used these words, as together as you can be. There's either you're together or you're apart. We're yeah, not together. I can picture us being facing up. They're one on another. one side and we're on the yeah, other. My more back together. is to my mom. We're not eating together at this point. And it completely defeats the purpose of her taking her kids out, two of whom live in a different state as her, so she doesn't get to see them all. You know, her first pick probably wouldn't be Hooters. You yeah, know? It, so it was PF Chang's. We're in like a plaza. Mom's not trying to bring her kids and, you know, her ex and her current all to fucking Hooters, probably. No. We're all like, Your mom's cool, but it's like. No, let's go have a family dinner, not a Hooters experience. We're in like a, a place where we all paid already to park, and then there's like three, four restaurants. Right. But we can only get Obviously a table. there's many places to eat, but you're already like got the fucking, all right, well, like, and we, we, we can, see that we can smell the food. So we can't be waiting that long. Eventually, we're, we're just like, this ain't going to do for us. And then my dad's like, uh, rec- like saying that he'll just eat at the bar while we can. So he feels bad, and it's like, this isn't how we wanted this to go. And the people there are not like... 
they're not uh, acknowledging any of this. That they're like completely ruining a family's evening by like pretending to look out for the safety. These members of my family have never been in the same place at the same time, and we're all over here tonight just trying right. to get a meal. They're like, no, we just it's not safe. And and then the fact that so like three doors down we can (laughs) (laughs) they'll seat a table of seven at hooters so it's not a state thing this isn't like you have to it can only be six it's just their dumbass policy that they won't break uh so that that makes it even more irritating and then we go to hooters and my girlfriend leaves her phone in the bathroom and someone steals it because we're at fucking hooters with people that'll steal phones that they find in the bathroom yeah and with people that'll leave phones in bathrooms yeah she's not it takes two to tango <laughs> but yeah that is a, a very, nightmare scenario yes it's, you're already you fucking, already had the whole family endeavor got bumped down a notch and, and right. more awkward so notch. my first dinner and now there's like a big you know the a, a first situation. time i get to have dinner with my mom stepdad and my dad all at one table now it includes my dad leering at teenage girls asses me calling the police to see if they can guys yelling about football (laughs) games in the corner and it's like this isn't we had it we had it we were there football games they don't know the nba playoff just started i don't even know if there's football come on is there football even on who knows might have been golf I don't give a shit. I'm very excited. For People the were watching sports and looking at tushes. And hey, it's Hooters. It's what you do there. It's I like tushes fault. and sports, uh, but Hooters, the food fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. It's terrible. It's like Buffalo Wild Wings. They even uh, they sell like smoked wings. And my stepdad, I like told him he oughta because he was ordering the smoked wings. I was like, you oughta like grill them. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> about like yeah, do you lady, yeah. i don't they don't have a fucking smoker in the kitchen at hooters dude I, i'm not even joking and it wasn't hooters i forget where it was but it was like a shitty place like a b-dubs or something and it was it tasted and it was like yeah the smoked honey barbecue it tasted it's a sauce it tasted like somebody blew cigarettes like had it's a smoke a sauce, break and yeah. just blew smoke on it that's what it tasted like to me i would i would sooner believe that they smoke them quote unquote in some fucking factory somewhere then freeze them then send them to hooters and they heat them up and put a sauce on them and they call them smoked wings get the fuck out of here they're get not them. smoking wings at hooters uh. So yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> and then that night should have and, and could have gone better. Loses all her shit because her case has like her her wallet and her. You gotta diversify. You gotta keep something rolled ID. up in a t-shirt sleeve. You gotta keep the wallet in the back. So in one fell swoop, she loses <laughs> the phone ID, the wallet, uh, and you need an ID to fly home. So that's instantly a concern. So now she's just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a pretty stressful evening. Yeah, I can imagine. So, hey, that dark cloud can stay over there for a while. <laughs> I'm doing fine. I'm George. Uh, but then we went to Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree is sick. It would have been sicker with a not sprained ankle, mm-hmm. you know? Out of, uh, like, what, ground to cover? Yeah, I mean, I just love national parks. I feel like uh, I articulated it pretty well on the Smokies episode. Yeah. And I'll do it again. There's just something about the second you get onto those grounds and you see those brown signs with the white letters that are all the same in every national park. They're just, it's just comforting. I like it. And I like I like that the second you get there, your phone doesn't work anymore and it's just you and nature. Uh, it's a great getaway. But it is nice to be agile and they offer like a lot of hikes and, you know, Things more physical things to do, uh, and uh, if you're not up for a physical 
uh, adventure. Yeah, you had you had to go a lot of places. A physical experience with for a guy with one foot. You know, all all it's going to be is you sitting at the campsite and just taking. There's so much more to any national park. It's like fucking seven hundred thousand acres. There's so much more than how pretty it is at your campsite because it's pretty at every campsite at a national park. You're in a fucking national park. It's pretty windy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Next note. Wind sucks my ass. <laughs> Uh, but you know, you're supposed to go about, when I was at the Smokies, we only saw like a third tops of the whole, I, I'm going back. Yeah. I'm going to make that annual. Uh, there's so much land ground to cover. It's probably, it's like near impossible to do it in one stay. Uh, and we didn't really get to do much of that. You know, we also were with the family and there's only one vehicle and it's also my mom and stepdad's like bedroom and kitchen, you know? Right. The big, uh, pimped out van. So we didn't get to do as much of that, and with the ankle, I definitely want to go back. Uh, but what I saw was fucking radical. Uh, Tubular? So far, I lean in, in the Smokies, though. I like it a little more. A desert, it's cool, you know, but I like the... Uh, uh, pun intended? I like the plant life. <laughs> and look, Smokies has its elements and shit, too, and it rained half the time we were there and rained on our firewood. You're going you're gonna, to... You're gonna, <laughs> you're, you're gonna, something's there. You're, you're gonna, gonna encounter gonna some to you. adversity <laughs> on any camping trip, you know. Yeah. But you live and you learn. You live, you learn. Joshua Tree, wind sucks my ass. Uh, Frontier Airlines sucks my ass. Grocery store douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> These are the notes, you guys. We're not getting in the stories. We're doing a uh, power round. Here. When I got back, we went. Uh, we land. We took a red eye home, so we landed at like six in the morning. And my foot is killing me because I've been cr- like not even crutching. I had a cane because uh, <laughs> the crutches started hurting my pits. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no doctor, but no I'm pretty pits. sure I shouldn't have been using my foot as much as I had been the past week. You know, oh, no. so by the time we land, it, it, it fucking hurts. <laughs> I'm no doctor, but these green and purple marks that showed up after all that walking. And uh, then we land at six in the morning and then we get back to my car. And by the time we get back to the city, it's like 715 uh, and we haven't slept, but we're fucking starving. So we go to the store and I'm like, let's just buy enough food for like the whole day for the whole weekend. Fuck it. Like, I don't want to leave the house for a while. Just put my foot up. Uh, and let's stock up and we get groceries and then we're checking out and I can tell that I can hear the dude in front of us and the lady who's checking out. So there's a dude cashier and, uh, she's asking him something. I just hear him say something about, uh, and I, I don't know, this could go any, this could go both ways. So he said it, uh, I just feel it's a bad look when, when, the em- when. <laughs> when, when motherfucker can't even speak English. When the employees are wearing masks and the customers aren't, mm. and that's all I heard. And I was like, so does so does he think the employees just should take them off? Wait, so who said this? Who was the, the cashier? Gotcha. Uh, d- so is he? Does he feel the employees should take them off, or does he feel the customers should have still have to wear them if the employees? I don't do? think he gets to make that decision. I don't think so either. What is he? King and then I hear, mountain? and then I hear him say. Uh, so she says, like, can't, like, she asked him basically if people still have to wear them in the store, and he says, I hear him say, like, well, we, I can't make them, you know, it's, and it's up to them. I don't make monkeys, I train (laughs) them. And it's, it's up to them. And as soon as I hear that, I take mine down. 
I've been. I just got off a flight. I've had this fucking bandana over my face for like the better half of seven hours. Yeah. Uh, and I take it off when he says that, and and then like the whole time he's checking us out from then on out. He's he's a total cunt. He's being very passive aggressive, and he's like angrily like swiping, like grabbing the stuff and putting it. And then I like I put out. I pay with cash, and I put out my bill, and he like snatches it out of my hand. <laughs> I'm like, this dude's passive aggression is is slowly creeping into aggression. Uh, and I can just tell, like, he's being a cunt because I took my mask down when he just said it's my choice, you know? Right. You think that's the same as it is here now where it's like businesses, or technically they're saying it's safe? Was that just an Illinois thing or is that a nationwide thing Look, if vaccinated people? Are- and if this guy is acting the way he's acting... He's vaccinated. I'll bet you a million dollars that I don't have that he's fucking vaccinated. <laughs> I'll put it down. So I'll it just down. adds to the like, and this is like something I've I've uh, I've observed is I feel like the people on that aisle who are like very adamant that everybody should get vaccinated and everything are like they're the aggressive ones. They're the ones I see like more often who are like, oh yeah, don't want to get vaccinated, then die. <laughs> it's like, all right. First of all, I don't think those are the two choices. No. Second, why are you so mad, dude? Like, you're vaccinated. Like, be happy and go Shamalan about it. Twist. Like, relax. I got my first shot last week. Oh my goodness! So I'm gonna be a maskless <laughs> motherfucker walking around, not giving no fucks. And I switch teams. I By the way, am. you should die. I already am. <laughs> you know, I saw that like Webster's changed their definition of anti-vaxer. From someone, you. someone who doesn't want to get a vaccine to now it's someone who doesn't want to get vac- vaccinated, someone who's against vaccinations, or someone who is who opposes like government mandatory vaccinations. Oh, like then I'm an anti-vaxxer. So by definition, I still don't want any mandatory laws in place. I don't know how I feel about right. children having to get it. Quite frankly, it's, so by definition, you can get the vaccine and be an anti-vaxxer. It's, it's. I think it's a little ridiculous. All right, cool. <laughs> you know, uh, land of the free. Actor, <laughs> land up? of the free. Um, yeah, but I got yeah, my first like, shot last week. Anyone who's acting like this pissy towards me, like you, I bet you, if he feels this bad, if like this, Adam, like this, what's the word? I'm Adamant. Like, you almost had it. <laughs> if um, he feels this strongly about the virus, I'll bet you he's been vaccinated. So chill the fuck out, dude. That's part of the reason. I just, I've always wanted to like. At a certain point, I planned to, and I never wanted to be like first and i had some it's not my fault i have a giant amount of distrust in like honestly. in the media That's or whatever i just didn't want to like uh really be first i kind of wanted to see quite frankly I right now it. my most of my friends and family have it they're all doing just fine here's why i decided after giving it much thought you know because i i really kind of right. didn't want it a couple months ago i wasn't even eligible to have it a couple months ago it's it's moving quickly uh but you know i, I considered <laughs> it a lot recently and i want that free donut I just want to fucking <laughs> right, eat this junk is another food, thing that's, motherfuckers. That's really uh, annoys me <laughs> is how much they're incentivizing. That a, also is fucking gross. But they're you know, incentivizing a America. vaccine for a virus that, uh, by and large, kills people with obesity problems, uh, and they're they're incentivizing the vaccination with unhealthy snacks. Yeah, I, and I, it, to me, that's just like it's weird. It's ass backwards. When they when they fucking. Uh, you know, gave me the shot in my arm. I had the Band-Aid over my old, uh, the cross tattoo I got when I was 18. And I thought about the two needles that have ever graced that area 
And I was like, I regret the tattoo way more. <laughs> way I'm so more. stupid that when you said the two, I was like, what's the first one? Exactly. I was looking at it in the mirror that day, and I was like, it was just funny to me, this cross tattoo. You should have had him... I'm no saint, you guys. Lift it up again. You should have had him put the first hole like at the end of the, the sideways pil- uh, plank. Mm-hmm. And then the second hole at the other end, like and then the like two an on top stigmata the, nails, the, the fucking crucifix. Yeah, yeah. No, the real reason that I wanted to mostly is because more than a physical concern, really, because nobody really wants to get it because it's it's uh, the vaccine that is. Because it's like I'm young, I'm healthy, I'm fine, which is probably true in a lot of cases. Also, I don't think that it's necessarily a vaccine. You know what I'm saying? But go on. What do you think it is? Because if you could still get it, that's not a vaccine. No, it sure just, it is. It just boosts your immune system. It's I think a, that's what all vaccines are. It doesn't boosted. like prevent death. Like you don't. It does for your immune system what being young and eating healthy and exercising already does. Or I'm sorry, it does prevent death, but it's like it doesn't need to be a deadly thing. Just like you know, I don't think there's many deadly cases of chicken pox, but there's like the way I see it. If I've been living the way I've been living for the past year, which is pretty carefree and just going about my life the way I've always lived it, uh, and I'm fine. That means to me that my immune system is up to snuff and I don't need yeah. something to put my immune system up to snuff. When it I feel is. like my immune system is snuffing just fine upward, uh, <laughs> but I have a, I'm a mental case, you guys. If the name didn't imply it, you listen to the show. Uh, I don't want, quite frankly, the anxiety of like it just it, it draws that line in the sand for me where it's like i don't need to have such a strong opinion about like what they want to seat me over here now it's like i'm looking at it it just seems whether you're concerned about physical health risks or just want uh to attend events and restaurants or whatever more comfortably i don't know less roadblocks in the way there's all of that but i don't want the fucking we just announced shows in oklahoma right, and, I feel and like- texas and we're playing a show in ohio i'm going to be dapping up hundreds of you know let's be honest scumbag tps fans probably unvaccinated people. I'll be people. doing more than that. I'm kissing everyone open mouth. Me too now. And the way I see I'd it is feel like, more comfortable. If, if, the, <laughs> if it makes it. you more comfortable to get yeah. vaccinated before you do anything like that, then get vaccinated. If you're already comfortable doing something like that, then right. fucking go about you. I don't get why God it's everybody you. else's concern. Why I, is my medical health all of a sudden, or my medical history all uh, of a sudden it's public not, It's not. It's the fact that you're supposed to care about everybody but yourself. You're supposed to do it for the world, man. If the world takes care of themselves, which also didn't work on me, I just don't want to be a fucking anxious mess. It's not my job to look out for the world. I've also not, you know, not getting it right away allowed me to talk to my friends and family. And like, I've heard a bunch of stories, people that had the COVID shit and no vaccine and basically nothing happened. Any, uh, or I'm sorry, asymptomatic, like a loss of smell for a day or two. And, but ultimately Mm -hmm. fine. Right. Uh, But I've also talked to people that did get sick. I've taught like uh, Engine who produced With or Without It was DMing about how like he caught it and then he passed it to his, his parents or something or his whole like his girl's parents or and then they got really sick and it was just like a big dilemma. I was watching I watched the basketball games and I like Jason Tatum has to use a fucking inhaler now and I'm like I got a rap for a living and he caught it and he's a young he's like the you know that that young 21 year old healthy guy right and he has like a lung issue now and I see it like you basically can walk in anywhere and get the fucking thing. 
Uh, and I, if you, I'm, I, I would rather try to have more faith in it than fear of it at this point. Seeing that this fucking thing is still like a problem in India and and many other places. What that we were the India last year. I think a lot of things are, are problems in India that we weren't so right. concerned about. <laughs> you know, before this. Well, I'm I'm saying like I don't want the fucking lung issue. I don't want to risk feeling guilty if I happen to catch it on the uh, road you know, and malaria pass it to is a, fan. a problem somewhere on the globe. And I don't think I'm vaccinated from malaria. Right. It's like I've never once tried to convince anyone else not to get it. I just don't want it. I think that's the thing, though, is that... I don't get why it's anyone else's The business. idea being, if you do get it, you shouldn't have that, that lung dilemma. You shouldn't have... Like, you're not going to die, but ultimately, yeah, like, you, you're not supposed to be... Uh, it's not as transmissible. Right. right, and the people that do... You can't pass it as easily. There's the exception to the rule. And if you do pass it, apparently, the people that are passing it still having post-vaccination are, like, all asymptomatic. They just test positive. Mm-hmm. So it just seems like there's a pretty again faith versus fear. I had some fears about it, and uh, that was that's yeah, what was hanging me up for a little uh, while. It's not FDA approved. It was just given an emergency clearance, you know. <laughs> I do know that, but it still went <laughs> through well, clinical trials. It just went through them really I, fast. I, I personally don't feel like it's an emergency for me. No, and neither did I. I just uh, I want to go. I want to tour as much as possible, and I want to dap fans and kiss them on the mouth just like you. But you're a, you're you know you know you're blessed to not have these and I'm anxiety also like, mental fucking uh, concerns like I definitely do like I don't want to and I'm also like get not, anybody I love sick or a fan a I'm fan also, I meet that night I don't want to get me sick I don't want a lung issue I don't want to use an inhaler I'm also not like I don't want to lose my sense lashing of out <laughs> or being a cunt to strangers in public who would right. rather wear a mask or rather get vaccinated it's like I only see that going the other way. Yeah, at this point, and it's, it's like, like if you had so much faith in your vaccine, you wouldn't be this. I think like you just love having something to hold over people's heads, and you see it slipping away. Like this shit is like over. A part of the reason seventy three thousand people at Canelo Saunders in Texas two weeks ago. Yeah, and then Texas reported zero deaths. Like some people just don't want to re- like admit or like don't want it to be over. It's like shouldn't you be happy? The light at the end of the tunnel is here. Yeah, but partly because of vaccines. Like, relax. Exactly. Like, right. you got your vaccine. Let the guy in the store take his mask off. Right. Are you mad? Or are you mad that you're 37 and you're bagging groceries at 7 in the morning? And, like, I don't necessarily disagree back. with your opinion, but there are some There folks, might be some 37-year-old groceries. Some of the stuff I read or some of we the people- a huge demographic. That are more vocal. Like, people I've talked to. Like, I've talked to fans. I've talked to friends. People that feel strongly about getting the vaccine. People that feel strongly about not getting it. And when I just compare all this anecdotal evidence, i got to be honest. I'm not saying anything about anything you've said. But I have heard, like- People telling me why I shouldn't get it has encouraged me more so to get it because the sources in which they tell me stuff are these goofy fucking like TikTok. Cons- you don't think a that guy wearing the powers like that a be Ed Hardy shirt plant misinformers out there to give uh, you know people a bad a bad yeah. look? I told you my good buddy sent me our good buddy sent a link that was like a guy talking about like you know the same company that owns the that makes the vaccine. It's the television guy owns. <laughs> Owns uh, the same, you know, another company that makes Roundup and they, you know, that's poison for dandelions. And, you know, dandelions are one of the most, you know, healthy things that you can put in. If, you know, why do we kill dandelions, basically? If we had more, there'd be more oxygen. They're good for you. And I'm like, I'm listening to this motherfucker wearing plastic belt buckle overalls on his TikTok. (laughs) And I was like, you know, Aquafina Aquafina is made by PepsiCo. Am I going to get diabetes if I drink too much water? It's like, I started thinking about like, who's telling me why it's scary. And I'm like, no, I'm getting it tomorrow. I'm fine. (laughs) That quelled my fears. There's much more blatant criminal shit going on right out in the open and you're folding dollar bills. Right. (laughs) <laughs> like look at the companies are intertwined exactly there's there's politicians like doing insider trading based on 
on the pandemic and getting like fucking millions of dollars. I ain't got time for this anxiety. I'm a new man. <laughs> I got a new weed pen with a new purple sticky punch cartridge. You want to hit that? Yes. When I bought that Bulls ticket, uh, they gave you they, they give you like hey for some free Ticketmaster promotions, uh, which I've vape? actually been offered before. Free vape? No, uh, a Hello Fresh, and I was like I actually wanted to do this last year. I don't know what that is. It's like they the pre delivered meals like you pick meals and every week it's like a you blue pick apron. how many right yeah it's a blue apron but it's called HelloFresh Kleenex oh, it's great um got my vaccine dude been watching Kill Tony so I'm a did, new guy I do different stuff this week did that uh did you have to do that for the Bulls game or anything or were they just like come on in they make you download an app and like answer some questions that bullshit. you could very obviously lie about this is bullshit um, but no, there's no like. Yeah, my uh, my girlfriend uh, wanted to go to a yoga class, and it said in there she paid, and then we had to like cancel it. Yeah, because <laughs> it's she. Then we read the fine print, and it was like, <laughs> without proof of vaccination, you have to wear a mask for the whole ninety minutes at one hundred and ten degrees, Oof. which is insane. That's, that's so much of yoga is like breathing. I used breathing to go to the exercise, gym, and you have your. I know you haven't gone to like a gym area where you have to wear a mask. I don't think. Uh-huh. When I was still going, I had like an export membership we have to last have it year around before our I moved. Ears at Muay Thai, but we just pull it down. Our I started, and this like it took me a while. I didn't really, really go last summer, but like everybody, I was getting trapped in the stay home. You're gonna kill a kid, bullshit. And I was getting fat, a lot of fucking delivery, yeah. food and stuff like that. So I, I'm like, this is bullshit. I gotta start getting my ass. Like no car. I was taking the bus again back to the gym and just starting. And then I got the car, and I was like, I gotta go to the gym. I fuck the bus. Uh, but still, they, you had to wear a mask there, and I just pretty much like run. I just want to not be fat. And running with a mask on stinks. Compared to running without one on, and uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a detriment. I can't imagine when you're talking about hot yoga. Like I stretch now. I'm trying to. I'm a new man. I do new stuff. I, I stretch now, but I've never done like a yoga class. I'll just pull up like a video, do my 30 minutes. I went to Bikram with my. I don't dad, blast bro. the AC or nothing, but it's like 110 degrees with a mask. Wait. Well, fuck that. <laughs> we gotta put a stop to these fucking hateful sons of bitches before they ruin our good names. It was a long one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I went to I went to Beak Room a couple weeks ago with my dad, bro. So you really? gotta up your shit. I'm not like I would go to one. He's in his sixties. I'm not. Uh, I would need you, probably you. You getting uh, cucked by I was my dad? Say or something. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> um. I like I would go to one now that I do stretch a little bit. I, I was terrible. That was like the last thing to enter my trying to, you know, I would I start working out, but I would just get more sore because I wouldn't stretch. Yeah. And then I would have to take like three days off instead of stretching and being able to move every day. I'm like, no, I'm too hurt from the last four days. I got to take four days off. I stopped doing <laughs> it uh, when I started doing Muay Thai. And then I started, I got my dad to go and we went a couple of weeks and then I fucking sprained my ankle. So yeah. I was like just getting back into the Bikram groove. Yeah, you know what'll fix your ankle? Bikram. Fucking A. <laughs> um, I guess. Speaking you know what? Of people dying from COVID, not from COVID. I don't COVID. care how many people died since I've been gone. Since I've been gone! I can't see for the first time. There's only one that I care uh, memorializing is that a word? Is that the word? And it's Paul Mooney. Poe up for term. Paul Mooney died. Paul Mooney died. You didn't know this? That's not who I was gonna say. You're All gonna- right, there's two. We're doing two shots, and Paul Mooney is secondary to who I was talking about. So let's do Paul first. <laughs> We're gonna save and coming in at number one. <laughs> Everybody want to be a Paul Mooney, but don't nobody want to be a Paul Mooney. <laughs> Oh man, R.I.P. Yep. Paul Mooney, you beautiful gay dude. I don't know how you missed that one. It was days ago. Did you know he was gay? Yes. I found that out so late into knowing who Paul Mooney was, and really? I was like, "What?" I I was just pictured this guy crushing pussy. 
No. <laughs> and then I was like, I feel like I've always known He's that. a Fruity Pants? <laughs> <laughs> Fruity Pants. Um, but yeah, I love Chappelle's show. Th- there was, yeah, these are the two big ones from the week you were gone. And I knew the other one was going to fill the one spot. But uh, yeah. to Paul Mooney, we hardly knew ye. I really only knew him from Chappelle's show. Really? Yeah. You know? I think I tried to watch I- his stand-up after Chappelle's show because he's so funny on that and realizing, you know, his his whole shtick. Like basically, Hating Whitey. Whitey is not his favorite, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I can still see the humor in this, but I'm pretty sure he uses the prior words does a lot blue less eyed <laughs> evil in his set, which just you know, they say that a white man never has to get uncomfortable by language, and and he doesn't. That's fine. Blue eyed evil. That's chill. I got brown eyes. They What's got up? it. Um, yeah. R.I.P. All right, clink one more time. Master Z and Captain Ron pulling up for Paul Mooney. And I know, oh, oh, I shouldn't have started talking so quick because then I hit my throat and I'm like, well, bitch. Um, but uh, Mr. Midnight Run himself. Chucky Groods. Now that's on the list. I'm that guy. I'm that guy who somebody dies and then I got to fucking like go watch the shit again. I got to go hear the album again. I listened Good. to DMX on the treadmill two weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? I hope you did watch. No, not yet. It's on my list. It's on HBO Max. And here's the thing about Charles Grodin. You know what I know even better than Midnight Run? Beloved Father from Beethoven. Beethoven 1 and 2. <laughs> Beethoven 1 and 2. Yeah. Wasn't Beethoven the one where they're having that house party and the uh, the back deck collapses? I haven't seen Beethoven since I was like, uh, how long Pretty ago was the sure. movie that I said already it was 25 years ago? Oh, Ludwig Vaughn came up. Beethoven yeah, you're going to have to put in movie. I thought that would be first. Are you serious? Really? Are you really, serious? Ludwig? Really? <laughs> um, 1992 for the first one in 93. A quick second. Oh my God, look how many around. Beethovens there were. Third didn't come till uh, the new I know he wasn't though. in them all. But look at these bastardizations. <laughs> you think the dog lived that long? Oh, hell no. Those are seven different dogs right there. I, w- I would say dog is that? likely seven different dogs in the first movie. Uh, Charles Grodin was the man. He was also in Rosemary's Baby. I think he was the doctor. Fuck. Yeah. I like goes back. Uh, I feel like I should have like that should have clicked quicker to me. And I'm thinking like the doctor really, but you're probably right. Worked with I that mean, lion I know bitch, right. Woody's ex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he was also the doctor on Louis's show, Louie. And he was great. That was the last thing I saw him in. And you know, he looked pretty old. Yeah, but I always thought that he was he was pretty hilarious on Louis' show as the doctor. He was very dry, funny. Uh, I gotta pull up this other one here. Talk about Midnight Run for thirty seconds for me. <laughs> Midnight Run, it's what you call a classic. Uh, it's it's in the classic age of the nineteen eighties comedy action. They don't really, they don't make them like they used to. I guess they do. There's a few of them around nowadays, but they're still not what they were cuz back in the days like fucking 48 hours and like Beverly Hills Cop, they still had like drama in them. There were scenes where people were getting shot and you were like, "Whoa." Now that we have like the Marvel franchise and all of that superhero shit there's not as much of a place for it i guess and also we've seen how like comedy is sort of ignored and as far as, far as giving like they're not award worthy you know so they try to make more shit where it's like a good action comedy from recent years the nice guys with russell crowe and uh ryan and ryan gosling that was a funny movie and it was like actiony and kind of serious at points uh it's still Dog shit compared to Midnight Run, let me tell you. Midnight Run, Robert De Niro, Charles Grodin, Yafet Kodo, Dennis Farina. Uh, fucking, Derek for real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking, come on, not what's him, the name? Come on. 
Come on, dude. You're looking to me. What? Jimmy Gator from Magnolia. Larry David's doctor. We're talking a lot about doctors here. Oh, uh, Philip Baker Hall. Philip Baker Hall. You had to say Larry David's doctor for me to get that. I just want to make sure you know where <laughs> I the bar is I knew I'd get it set. out of you. Yeah. <laughs> Philip Baker Hall. You should have said hard eight. Uh, yeah. Fun fact. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, director of There Will Be Blood, Boogie Nights, etc. Magnolia, etc. Part eight. Part eight. His first movie was Hard Eight, which in other markets was called Sydney, which is Philip Baker Hall's Ooh. character in Midnight Run. His name is Sydney, and he he's like Dennis Farina's the mobster. Yeah, yeah. Sydney is like his right hand man. He's not he's not That's a mobster. The Chicago guy, right? He's kind of like Farina? the uh, yeah. yeah. He's kind of like the consigliere, you know. He doesn't get his hands dirty, but he, he advises the boss and everything. I poured this one he too hangs, tall, perhaps. I'm he hangs with mobsters. And in uh, Hard Eight, Philip Baker Hall plays a guy named Sidney in Las Vegas, used to roll with mobsters. Mm. Uh, you know, I've, I think he's even been asked before, like Paul Thomas Anderson was just a big fan of Midnight Run, and when he wrote the screenplay for Hard Eight, he, he just like took a character from a movie he loved and expounded on this character that it ain't, ain't even his character. And then he got the guy okay. who played that character to be in his fucking movie. You can do that. You can do that. Do I that. love it. It's the best. And yeah. Hard Eight is like a drama. It's not a comedy like Midnight Run. But there's funny parts. Isn't that where uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman works in the mattress store? Or no, I'm, that's uh, Punch Drunk Love. That's Punch I'm Drunk Love. It. That's a fucking it's hilarious another great scene. Paul Thomas Anderson movie. <laughs> as long as we're talking about it. I wanted to be Adam Sandler from Punch Drunk. People have said I look like him before. Especially when Barry I like Egan. Short hair, no beard. Um, talking to my girlfriend about it. be such an easy costume, just a blue suit, wrap a fucking telephone, a right. ported phone around your hand, you be her, walk around with some pudding being You be awkward. Barry Egan and I'll be Jen Pitsaki. <laughs> Uh, I was talking to my girlfriend about how my head is... There's so many people... I got a tiny head. <laughs> I'll get that in the board. There's so many people that we meet on the road, and I think it's me more than you, who we meet a third, fourth time, and I still don't know their name. I still don't know them. I have a better recollection of these people. I have to be reminded. People. And at the same time, my head is filled with names of people that don't exist mm -hmm. That I, do, I have no need for I've chosen Barry to Egan. prioritize the living non-fictional. <laughs> Barry Egan. Uh, more Paul Thomas Anderson. Floyd Gondoli. He's I would never re remember these. One of the porn names in Boogie Nights. I will say, occasionally, you wow me with a, a fan event that I didn't remember. Seymour like, Scagnetti is uh, Michael Madsen's parole officer in Reservoir Dogs. No it's one's like, impressed by this. I don't know why I have those names in my head, but they're there in place of someone who I've actually met in the physical, tangible world yeah. who cares about me. Well, that's it. You've also like watched a lot of these movies, like the name repetition, it gets drilled in there at your leisure. Yeah. When a lot of times also, you'll be like, hey, what's up? I'm Term. And they'll be like, yo, I'm Mark. And nobody, immediately you're like, did he? What, what Mike? I and if you're listening it. and you're one of them, I'm sorry, but nobody we've ever met in our travels is as cool as the fucking Michael Madsen parole scene in Reservoir Dogs. I'm sorry, you're just not that cool. Mm. You're not a Tarantino character. I beg to differ. I think we know some pretty cool people, yeah. a la Jaime, a la Skyler. Come on, <laughs> we know some fucking characters out here. Fuck, fun guys. On mushrooms, I remember. All right, well, you know what? I remember <laughs> Jaime's name. I remember Skylar. I'm talking about True. the ones. Yeah, those I don't are the remember. homies. You know, I'm talking about the ones I don't remember. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, anyway, they're the chuckleheads. <laughs> um, Charles Grodin. Uh, we knew ye better than Paul Mooney. I kinda, I did, kinda, oh, bars. I'm gonna write that down. Didn't go on with Midnight Run. So oh, okay. Midnight Run. Uh, Robert De Niro <laughs> plays <flustered>. a bounty hunter <laughs> who. Used to be a cop in the sh in Chicago, but he got kicked off the force because he wouldn't uh, get on the payroll. Gun with and the, badge. No. He wouldn't get get on the payroll with the mobsters who were paying off the cops in Chicago. Uh, the the mobster who 
was responsible for him losing his job in Chicago, uh, had an accountant who, when he found out he was a mobster, the accountant ripped him off. He stole $15 million from him and booked. Are you going to go through the whole plot when people can just go watch it? That's, feel? that's Charles Grodin. Uh, Robert De Niro now lives in LA and is a bounty hunter, and he gets the, the job to go get Charles Grodin, the guy who ripped off the mobster who's responsible for him losing his job. Let's just say uh, he gets him in New York, he's got to get him back to LA. It's a midnight run. Uh, they have they have what can only be described as an adventure getting from coast to coast. And, uh, you know, maybe they become friends. Maybe they become enemies. They obviously maybe become they friends. become frenemies. You ruined the movie for anyone who hasn't seen it. <laughs> At one point, Charles Grodin's like, uh, I can't fly. I suffer from agoraphobia. And, and Robert De Niro's like, you're going to suffer from fistophobia if you don't shut up. <laughs> He holds they don't his fist make up them like him. they used to. No fistophobia. You got Yafet Kodo as the uh, the FBI agent, Agent Alonzo Mosley. I remember we. Uh, you made me look him up last time. You mentioned his name, and I didn't know who it was. And, and so now I can picture somebody. Yeah, you're pathetic. Not anymore. <laughs> He's learned. also an alien, blue collar. Oh, speaking of alien, I watched a movie this morning. This morning. This morning. I, I started it last night, and my internet went out, and that was a whole like, don't lose your mind, just go to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a good movie. But you hated this movie. Hated. Was it Splice? No. Uh, it was more recent Alien than that. Alien movie I hated. Alien movie I hated. Predators? Don't with think, don't think outer Key? space. Alien. You hated this movie. A Quiet Place? Think underwater. <laughs> underwater sucked my ass off. I just watched that this morning. I was bored. TJ Miller was the best part. You know when you're like and out that's of... that's not saying a whole bunch. You're kind of out of watching things you were planned to watch or whatever, and then it just like it feeds it to you. And I sort of, because I remember, you always said how bad this movie is. And I then I remember it. last time it it's... came up, and you said like, you might like it, but I, I just didn't like And I was like... Maybe I'll like it. I was about to say it's the last movie I saw in theaters before the pandemic hit, and then I couldn't go into theaters Dude, forever. I think we spent like a that half was, a podcast on it. You did. That was The Invisible Man. Right. I did see both of those movies with my dad and my grandma, and my grandma loved them both. Damn, Groden was in Clifford, My too. grandma loves like stupid movies that are just like mindless entertainment to go to hey, the theaters. Hey, don't we all? Oh, I admire it. Oh, Unbelievable. The Commandeered Driver in So I Married an Axe Murderer, Charles Grodin. Holy And that I can actually shart. see. I can see him being that guy. And uh, and Dave, of course. We all remember Dave. Dave With, becomes uh, president. Little Dickie, I told you. I just watched it. it <laughs> yeah, Little good. Dickie's I liked the president. It. I really liked it. Sames. Um, I, li- I almost didn't want to. But anyways, Underwater. First of all, I must have enjoyed it more than you enjoyed it because... Kristen uh, look, Stewart. I didn't love it. I didn't love the ending. I don't love her. Sucks. Yeah, she is at like, acting. She's in. She has no range, if you will. She you has know? one emotion, which is like uh, awkward, uh, full of anxiety. Opening her mouth to say a word, jittery, but not saying it. Right. Uh, and the, she looks like sl- the real slim shady in this movie. It's like she's got yeah. like short I still blonde find hair. Her cute. Me too. Anyways, um, I may have been fantasizing while watching it about what it would be like <laughs> if she were straight and we met. But yep. you know, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, it happened. I was watching it, but it, there was actually like some shit that happened she in the first no ads, half. But. There was like, uh, I felt like there were like people, sometimes you watch a whole movie, a thriller, a horror, and like people, no one dies, and it's like, I'm waiting for something to fucking happen. Like, I felt like stuff happened, so I'll give it that. It opened with a, like a big okay, action scene. and then Stuff like, happened. <laughs> <laughs> if you met the director and you were like, hey, I saw your movie, and stuff happened, I don't think you'd take that as a compliment. No, my favorite part was when the stuff was happening, you know? 
But <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not I'm like telling you, you. My favorite part was T.J. Miller. I didn't totally feel bored. Like I, I guess the way you painted it, I felt like I was going to watch a movie where nothing fucking went anywhere. Kinda. But I, I disagree. It was not a good movie. But sometimes you know, you know how that is. If someone says like it's the best movie you're ever gonna see, and then you go watch, you're like, that's fine. And then if they say it's the worst, you're like, no, it's kind of good. I feel like that's what I'm suffering from now. You know, I remember this is exact. This is like straight what I went to after I saw it. I'm One of the scenes underwater. with like the monster creature wasn't corny looking. It was like, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Show me the budget. The butt shit. I want to the budget. It's Kristen Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> the budget was fifty to eighty million dollars. There's a lot of like visual effects. You don't. It wasn't a low budget movie. As long as talking. My lo- point being, though, that like the world would have been better off if that movie didn't exist and that fifty million dollars just like went to. <laughs> I feel like that about like the most fucking, movies. Uh, the on. charity with the propaganda poster Dude, and sh- that I don't. Have you like. clicked around on some of these? streaming platforms there's too many movies we don't yeah. need anymore I, it's not the only movie and they I cost feel that way hundreds about. of millions of dollars most it's crazy of uh speaking of movies we mentioned two specifically on last week's podcast with dylan shout out dylan i still haven't watched butt boy but i want to i watched both the kid detective night one and then i did a second night right. butt boy feature uh both great recommendations that i can now co-sign the kid detective was good it was good but it was I like, gotta say, I like Butt Boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it a was, good, that's a good bar though. Man, set. I mean, like Dylan said, don't let the title throw you. I mean, it is what it is. The title is the fucking movie, but it's like picture just like the you you watch it and you feel like it's so original. We're straying too far from Chucky Groves. I was gonna bring it back. I already was aware, <laughs> but now let's do that. Before we go any further, Charles Groden. We hardly knew you. I fucking love Charles Groden, man. R.I.P. So Butt Boy. <laughs> I had a, uh, I had this like I, I knew what I was getting myself into. Butt boy film. Um, the guy is a film. Main character looks like who I call um, Lebowski De Niro. Tyler Cornack. <laughs> and uh, but no, it's it, you. You watch it and think this is like such an original dark comedy idea, but it's just an unoriginal, you know, small town uh, kidnapping mystery. Like it's you've seen it a thousand times. You've seen this formula a thousand times, but they fill in all the gaps. Next with thing you shit, know, your daughter's fart. knocked up and there's change missing off the they dresser. Just got I've seen it a hundred times. Nothing but butt humor, like in the gaps, and it's just like this. I don't know. It was great. It was the it, like Dylan said. It's it takes you where you want it to take you by the end, <laughs> and the the humor is like. There's one scene where I'm trying not trying to spoil nothing because our fans should go watch this on. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Both of them. Um, both of them. I think they both are. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. We need Dumb and Dumber. We need... No way! That might be in there. Okay. I think it is. Uh, well, but then, boy. No way! There's a scene where like the... So it's the the premise, which we read on the the podcast last week, is a detective is in AA. You know, he's an alcoholic. He works on the force. Um, and then he starts suspecting that his, uh, his sponsor in AA is the culprit in a series of disappearances. And he starts suspecting that he maybe... He starts to believe that people are disappearing up Chip's butt. That is the IMDb <laughs> blurb. Uh, but anyways, there's like, he's at his house for dinner in this one scene, then he's leaving. But it's like the, it's like that scene where you think the detective has an afterthought, like an idea of like, no, I want to go... I'm going to go check for clues real quick. So he goes back and he's like, I got a long drive ahead of me. I was just thinking before I get out of here, you know, can I use your bathroom? And the guy who's, you know, he's just like, I don't want to let him back in. You know, I got stuff I'm hiding in here. So he's just like, no, I, I you, you got to go right now. You got to go. And he goes, yeah. He goes, you got to shit right now. And he just goes, yeah. 
And then they just have this like long tense. It's like when Clarice shows up at Buffalo Bill's door, like the tension, but with like <laughs> well, she a great big fat with person. butt shit dialogue <laughs> and humor. It's uh, it's it's like really original while also being the most unoriginal small town disappearance story. But it's fucking great. And that's that was some low budget shit. Like it has to be. I don't know the budget of it, but you look at Let's that and you just and you're. I was impressed that they uh, they made such a decent flick for what looked like. Low money. I, maybe Dylan mentioned it last week, the That's budget or something, but come on, it couldn't have been no underwater bullshit. Wait. You know what I mean? Like a couple hundred grand tops, which for a movie is cheap. I know a couple hundred grand sounds like it changes so your life. It's so low budget of a film yeah. that it doesn't list the budget on Wikipedia. Really? Also, it looks like it's foreign. Hmm. Unless I'm just on a different country's Wikipedia somehow. Yeah. Because it says... Uh, Original Sprocket English. Inglaze. Uh, well, as long as we are recommending uh, indie movies that are great. Mm-hmm. I watched one last night. That Hold I w- on. I went to show my roommates. Hold on. Let's just change gears, and we're going to start this next segment with that. Okay. Highly recommended. I feel like we're running behind here. No, you can still start with the movie. That's chill. But we're going to highly recommend some shit. If you want to watch Butt Boy, that's fine. Kid Detective, okay. Charles Grodin? Eh. I watched yesterday. <laughs> I tried to show my roommate who was falling asleep, uh, and then he just bailed completely. But I continued watching with my girlfriend. Uh, and my roommate's girlfriend. I don't care. What was the thing? <laughs> what was it? It's a little movie from 2013 that you showed me called Cheap Thrills. Yeah. With David uh, Koechner and Ethan Embry, and uh, what's the other guy's name? Pat Healy. Uh, yeah, he was in an episode of Sopranos. I think I was watching the other day. I recognize him from somewhere. The guy with the glasses. Yeah, the, like the main guy or the Pat Healy guy. is, I believe, the camp counselor in Heavyweights. The, so, oh, that's the name of the character. Yes, either you're you're just having a crosswire, or they have the same name. Uh, David Cochner, the dude from Anchorman, yep. Blammy! Blammy! <laughs> he plays like a millionaire who, him and his wife, it's her birthday, they're at a bar, and they see these two guys at the bar who are old friends catching up. One of them, he's just having a real shit time. Pat Finley, of sh- I'm sorry, this is the name go. of the guy from Heavyweights. So I had to look it up for you. Oh, he's the Heavyweights. Heavyweights is Pat Finley, the character name. I'm the chucklehead. So... Uh, they're at the bar and the one dude, he like, he got an eviction notice that day. He got fired from his job. He's just having a real shit. He's basically acumenal last year. And he's like (laughs) a few grand in the hole and he doesn't know what he's going to do. And his wife and kids have no idea. And then his friend who he hasn't seen in a long time, they just happen to run into each other. He's kind of like a fucking, you know, they're at the bar. They start drinking. Paycheck to paycheck, kind of a dirt bag, spends his money on drugs and hookers and whatever. Yeah. And they're catching up and this rich millionaire dude, befriends them and they start having a night of like betting on everything right first start, it starts small and then he starts kind of pitting the two buddies who are catching up it's like hey the first one to do this i'll give you money right and then they need money so badly it starts turning these friends into enemies and chaos ensues it's you don't need to spoil nothing it's a f- it's really funny it's a funny it movie. doesn't like my roommate five it's not minutes like in, laugh out loud funny but it's clever and it's also you know it's a thriller mostly but my it's roommate, fun. like, five minutes in, like, jokingly gave it a snore noise, you know? Like, really? That movie rules. I know. And I was like, dog, just wait. It gets there. Yeah. And and I was like... That's the thing about movies. You I forgot wait. where it goes. So I was, like, almost watching it for the first time again, too. Yeah, I've seen it a few times. I was laughing my ass off, dude. It's a good movie. Yep. I like that movie. Cheap Thrills, 2013. Get out there. Is that streaming? 
Uh, I have a download of it, but I can look it up. Don't worry about it. The people are smart. Why no. don't we recommend that? Why don't we highly recommend? I am worried. <laughs> don't worry. Be happy, dude. 2013. Um, Here we go. So you haven't heard the new J. Cole? It's playing on Tubi. <laughs> Tubi or not Streaming Tubi. Streaming on Voodoo. Uh, Go watch Cheap Thrills. It's good. Do you want to? Um, yeah, if you haven't seen it and you're bored of everything, I would definitely throw that in rotation. It's a, it's, it's a fun 90 minutes or whatever. You want to give me the thing one more time? I, th- I try to get out of the way early, but yeah, but I like to go right yeah, out of it I know. With, with the music. Yeah, <laughs> in your bra. In your bra. I just watch that. I'm put that in the board. Mommy. God damn. That is blue. Did you pick this off title alone? <laughs> this week. Is this how you feel? Is this how you identify this Highly week? recommended. <laughs> Comes from a legendary British punk band who infused their punk music with reggae, dub, ska. It's the Ruts. Yeah, the song's called In a Rut, which is how term described much of uh, the You're first 20 minutes of the show. You're gonna get out of it, out of it, out of it, out of it. Out of it. Out of it. Kind of like, uh, like the Clash or the Police. Yeah. One of the Is early it from the same decade? British bands. Yes. Late seventies, early eighties. Uh, infusing their their rock stylings with like kind of a dub. This isn't one of them, I guess. Stuff like this, you know. Sorry, my do, 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 that do, same do, friend do, Chris. Uh, it just texted me, and it says, assuming you heard. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. We might have to pull up again. What? I don't know, dude. I hate getting these. Why, oh. why don't you just tell it's me? It's Chris. It's probably about vaccines or <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> or the NBA playoffs. Come on. Who's out of the league for the fucking season? What happened? Dude, this Okay. This, uh, this, you can't do this to my brain, dude. Yeah, Chris. You're fucking up my highly recommended. Assuming you heard. I think he listens to the show, too. He's going <laughs> to Grin and Barrett by The Ruts. Dude, I don't want to be in a rut. Um, in a rut, the song I just played, sick. HIs. It's about heroin. HIV? HIV. You get that from needle sharing, you know. This is a good song. also got a live version of Babylon's Burning. It's a good song. Wind up dead! Babylon's Burning. Babylon's Burning, Babylon's Burning! But I recommend the album mainly for the opening song. West One. Shine on me. I just texted him back. Look, if it's super fucked up, give me an hour because I'm recording the podcast. And he said, okay, I'll give you an hour. Oh, no, it's super fucked up. We might want to get our, like, document our hearing about it, though. 
But dude, this can only Unless mean that like, somebody we know died. Yeah, then that's not as. Uh, I, I like. I don't want to ruin the fun of the second half of the show, if because this fuck. is one of those things where like a friend you've known forever, it's like, oh shit, you don't, you didn't hear. It's like, come on, you can't do me like that. And if it, if I get done like that, I'm gonna be thinking about it for the fan questions. Well, the I'm last, gonna hear. I'm the gonna last hear one I was it. told, it wasn't even someone I remembered. So I hope it's one of those. Dude, it says call me after. Call. We only text. I guess we'll have an update next week. Uh, the ruts. You're like a rat when you get high. I want the fans to know I'm blowing off some serious personal information that is probably pertinent to make sure that we yeah, have a Yeah, I really hope it doesn't relate to HIs that I just played. <laughs> West one, shine on me. It gets really sick in the second half. There's like this whole remix part of it. Oh, you played the song. I like the song. Shine on me with no way home. Shine that, on me. This isn't a song from T- Twister. <laughs> Never mind. Snow. No, the Twister song is shine on, shine on. It's the same song is playing in every scene they're driving to a tornado. It's just they license that song for whatever. I thought you were talking about times. the rapper Twister. No, the movie. <laughs> Way better than the rapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bass. I love the bass in this uh, the second half. The Ruts. Grin and Barrett. He should have just told me because now it's gonna. I can't stop thinking about what it is now. Yeah, now I feel like I don't want to have fun, and I'll feel bad for having fun. Fuck, what do we do? It's a real-ass moment on the TBS Sports Podcast. we got to figure out if we just... It's so hot in here, too. <laughs> everything about this sucks. You brought your My Cloud Energy in here, and it's, it's not fucking over. everything up. Just so you know, it's not Sorry. over. Like a little 80s, like, uh, fart. Sounds like set your phasers to stun, you know? It sounds like a futuristic laser gun. On an island. You know what he means by an island? That's what they call traffic oasises in Europe. Traffic Island Castaway. Oh. Like when you pull off to yeah. a gas station that's right off the... So they call it an oasis. Right. I've never heard it referred to as a traffic oasis. When you said or a that, traffic like, island. Yeah, an oasis. A traffic island castaway. Gotcha. The Ruts. Shine. Grin and Barrett. Me. Check it out. I highly you recommend. Highly. So you haven't heard the new J. Cole, huh? I have not. Um, I gotta say I, this because, like, I recommended this I to. Know, uh, I didn't know until moments before you clicked record that he even had a new album. He put out like some little uh, LA leakers, some little. I saw that freestyle verse. I was taking a shit somewhere on tipping. the trip, and I saw the highlights of that, and it was really awesome. I forget something he said because I recent. I just yesterday watched Wax spits by the ocean. Something he just posted. Yeah, he's been putting out some new raps, and That's now awesome. I got those in my head. He said something about fungal spores from the jungle floors, and I was like, Ah! Yep. 
That's one of them. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't know what the line was, but he has something about like... Yeah, J. Cole's just like next level. That's not J. Cole. Who are you, bro? <laughs> Woke up this morning and wonder, hey, shit, I get fresh and shit, I keep it humble. My closet but. like Dover Street used to be bumming. Some days I'm still bumming. The difference is uh, now it's by but. choice. Got just a peek out the window. These little niggas different. They don't play Nintendo. So, like, it took him that far to get to the, the word. I will spin you around like a judge on a voice. voice. I'm from a city where most niggas never get lucky enough to see something outside county limits. I ran up the digits. I don't have no motherfucking business complain uh, about nothing. Ooh. Ain't got no time and no patience for lists they be making or who they debating. It's better. Let's face it. He one of the greatest. No Bill Cosby shit, but if niggas are sleeping, the fuck. Most niggas don't that line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, a few short years ago, I, I like hadn't heard J. Cole. Like I've listened to his albums now. I've, I'm, I'm a fan. It, he, I went from like just not knowing enough and never having heard his shit to like, all right, everyone's talking about this dude. I gotta go check him out. And now I would look at him as maybe the one of the most, one of the most reliable rappers. Like when they put a project out, I can, I feel like I can rely on this dude. To fucking not seldom stink it a up. whack bar, yeah, and it's from not, J Cole. It's not even that. It's just like the whole consistency. And I don't even of, like listen to him regularly. I'll show you here. But I feel like this sells it. Seldom hear a whack bar. Remember last week we were, or well, you know, a couple weeks ago we were talking with Dylan about uh, how like the ending track, you know what I mean, is like opening and closing tracks are more important maybe than the body. You got intro, conclusion, but that. You know, it matters what song goes first. Or like you'd hope it would. You put more consideration into it maybe as well as like the last song. Clearly you remember none of this. But we were saying they're like, I put extra consideration into like the last song on an album or the first song on an album. There's the rest of them in the order, but track one and then the last one. uh, I feel like to track one rhyme scheme, like I've listened to this back. I've listened to the album fucking three times. It came out like right when you left actually. It's been out for a minute. But this opening scheme, uh, the opening song called 95 South. By the way, highly recommend the off-season J. Cole or anything J. Cole now that I'm uh, you know, sucking his cock. Killer, it's the off-season. He Let's loves keep it the cock. fucking with my man. And don't check your watch, you know the time. Cold world, killer can. But this scheme, he just runs this great yeah. scheme. This shit too easy for me now. Nigga Cole been going plat since back when CDs was around. What you sold, I tripled debt. I can't believe these fucking clowns. Look how everybody clapping when your 30-song album do a measly hundred down. If I'm betting on myself, then I completely double down. If you hate it on a nigga, please don't greet me with a pound. I be staying out the way, but if the beef do come around, could put an M right on your head. You Luigi brother now, trace my steps all in this game, you can see we cover ground. Back and forth from NC to New York when Jeezy had the crown. Vivid memories, niggas start to squeeze, we ducking down. So many shells left on the ground, they, they make, make the Easter Bunny proud. proud. I get up, dust my clothes off, sleep is the cousin of death, no plans to doze off. The streets that don't come with I'm not gonna play the whole album, y'all, but like I, I, that opening scheme of like, yeah. put an M on your head, you Luigi brother yeah, now. that's the one that stood uh, out to me. Tracing my steps, you could see we cover ground been going plat since back when cds was around and even the internal rhymes the plat since back and like everything he sets up he'll he'll hit the setup with the rhyme in the next line too yeah j cole's always been reliable for one of those yeah patterns on top of patterns he can milk it he makes like everything and it's like ooh, you know you want to do that while you're listening you go ooh, like that's a good line he has a line in this. I actually, sometimes I listen to albums. Ever, I mean, I probably listen to more rap than you, but I'll listen to new releases and then I'll hear somebody rhyme some shit that I was kind of working on and I scrap it. Yeah. I, I had like two of those in this album. Well, I had all of that. 
written down and more, but I'm not going to do yeah, any nah, of it now. I'm going to scrap it. It's no big D. Nah. I got better shit. <laughs> this line. We seen dilemmas like Nelly and Kelly that ended a deli as fashion. I had something I was working on about the song by Nelly and Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Child. It's called Dilemma. And I was like, Nelly and Kelly Dilemma. I like that. Ellie, Ella, Ella. I was working with that. Cinderella, my belly, Ella. I was... I, I was it was unfinished and now I scrapped it all together because I just heard him make Mother. more dilemmas than Nelly and Kelly that end in the deadliest fashion. I'm like, God damn it. But that's a cool thing. It like it makes me think like I was on the right track. Like somebody who is doper than me. Right. They also thought they found the, the pattern had. in that those names. You know what I mean? Yeah, what do they call it? Uh I'm a line biter <laughs> if I release some shit. No, it's like uh Come on, man. What? I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you who doesn't make the Easter Bunny proud. Term. Uh, egghead. Uh, I don't have much else. I have. A, I did see this. Maybe this is just to make you angry. BTS released a new video, and it, it broke uh, 100 million views in less than 24 hours. I don't care about that. Okay, cool. It just makes me, like... They're like, Asian. There's, like... Isn't the majority of the globe Asian? Right. It makes sense. You just can't explain it. It makes sense. Um, Jeremy Lin had, like, a billion followers on Twitter, didn't he? And now where is he? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What still team balling. is he on? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> All right. Let's do uh, some. Uh, no. Good for what? Who? What was who, the band? Who, what in the, good for who in the what now? <laughs> what was the? I don't. What I don't understand is uh, like I still think uh, when like when an American like kid says that they're like, like super into K-pop, I don't believe him. I think they're like no, they want to fit in. The world. They want to fit into something. Or what about when people I, say? What about ironic? when your brother says he likes anime? Do you believe him? It's Same different. Thing. No, it's not. <laughs> we, we in unison said opposite <laughs> shit. <laughs> Same but thing. But you know different. what? My brother more than anime, which is like they dub it in English. Cartoons are entertaining. It's whatever. Uh, I just watched last night this Hulu documentary on Nickelodeon. Hmm. You'd probably like it, but. I will say there's nothing really about it aside from like one or two stories where you're like, Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, that's like, that's makes it, uh, like a, a great documentary. It's, it's strictly just nostalgia for kids who grew up in Nickelodeon. Hey, I'll go for some of that. So if you watched like salute your shorts and Clarissa, Did I? All, yeah. you'll, they do like 10 minutes on each show for like, but not each show, like up to like Rocco and, and stuff. Uh, what's it called? I don't know. Just just go on Hulu and search Nickelodeon. That's great where we're at now. Just like, I just, you know, you watch something. Google I do it all the Nickelodeon time. Nickelodeon I do it with music mostly. I don't know any track names. I just put on a song, like an album, and I have no idea what any song. Here's something is I didn't know. It's like one of the only little like huh in it that's not just like nostalgia, nostalgia. Uh, I had Gek. Is uh, I didn't know the guy from Devo made the Rugrats theme song. Do 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 I know do the theme. do. Whip it, baby. It was that Devo. It's weird. Yeah. Gut feeling. That's their best song, hands down. Slap your mammy. But yeah, it was just like I was, you know, as a '90s kid. I'm sure any '90s kid at some point, unless you're late '90s, you'll get like I don't know. Like when they started showing like Face and Rugrats and shit. Like there was. Like, blues Clues. That yeah. was where I was done. Face I was too and old Blues at that Clues. Point. I, I watched a little Blues Clues when Me I was Let's you be know, five or six. You know, not for nothing. But <laughs> there was like a like chunk of my life that's years long where every morning Face talked to me 
and I watched the Rugrats, and then I was seeing it again, and I was just like, "This is weird." And they're talking about how like the guy who came up with Face uh, is a pedophile. The lady was like, uh, the the head of programming was like, "We've like marketing usually shows that characters shouldn't be like a, a a body part. They shouldn't be like dismembered. It makes it's like kids don't like it. It makes them uncomfortable." And as a as a viewer. To me, face was never a severed head, and this is what the point that the guy who came up with face made is like: if the the TV was talking to me, it's not like I was thinking like, "Oh, this guy only has a head and it's no a body." Floating head, no. Yeah. My whole TV was talking to me. Was how I saw it as a kid. It I was didn't crazy. realize you could see it another way. No. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, cartoons are cartoons. So anime is like I like some anime. There's there's good animes out there. I like some of uh uh. What's his name? You want to be gay? <laughs> Fine. No the Studio problem. Ghibli stuff. I, I forget the director. Um, but Ian did listen to, back to my, like, I don't get K-pop, and I think the people that, Americans who like it are just being ironic or trying to fit in or something. Uh, Ian did listen to, it's not K-pop, but he listened to bands like Seikima and X Japan, which are like... Excuse me? <laughs> a baking powder? <laughs> They're like, you can look them up. Uh no, we're going to see what hit 100 million oh, in 24 no. hours, as long as we're going K-pop. It's, there, it's like he used to listen to like Japanese metal, where they're singing like this. It's just all in Japanese, and I'm like, you don't know what they're saying. Right. But I listen to Brazilian music. I don't know what they're saying. I listen to uh, Shintiro Sakamoto. They're I don't trying know what to be he's Michael saying. Jackson in video, black and white, and the song. Okay, so they're singing in English. This is K-pop, though. I get it. Right off the bat, this is amazing. Not amazing, but I do get it. It's just American pop music. This isn't even Korean. Have you heard Dynamite? It's Korean. Have you heard Dynamite? Doing it. Have you heard Dynamite? No. (laughs) (laughs) Is it by them? Yeah. Hey, pancakes. It's like, I've wondered how many decades it would take us to accumulate all of our video releases to reach 100 million uh, cumulative views. It would never happen. <laughs> it's never going to happen. A solar flare would wipe out all electronics <laughs> before that ever happened. Dude, you've heard Dynamite. I think no, that's what, what it's is called, that? right? That's these guys? These guys. Maybe I have when Front I'm like, like at a restaurant and I don't have any control over the music. I really, yeah. That's another thing that gets on my nerves. <laughs> Well, we're on the subject. Uh, and me and Berta have, have encountered it mostly at, like when we go out for sushi. It's like loud American pop music. And I always want to say, like, first of all, I would like when I go to like an ethnic restaurant for the music stylings of that ethnicity to be playing. I thought you were going to say, for the staff to speak English. <laughs> you want to live in no. this country. No, I'm cool <laughs> pointing at the menu. It's fine. <laughs> but I think, it, you know, I would like to... Get like more of that culture when I'm in that culture. No. Uh, and also, like, turn it down. Like, <laughs> go eat sushi. It's like loud Taylor Swift or something. And I'm like, first of all, putting on Taylor Swift. You never not got just a dynamite roll? Every American bar? that comes in here. You've heard this song, dude. Toblerone? If you've been at a bowling alley in the last year, which you have a lot. Yeah, but I go for the fucking jukebox and put on Sabbath and the birds. <laughs> <laughs> Longest songs I can find. You know my trick. Why is it a James Corden video? I don't know. Why am I watching this version? Maybe this is. <laughs> Still got 30 million views. Honestly, I don't know. 
This is what every. This is, sounds like the last song you played. This is what every pop song sounds oh, like. Oh, that's so racist. You think they all I've, sound alike? <laughs> so I've probably heard it. I'm just saying. But I don't know. Everyone's if I've heard, heard it. this song, and you're stupid if you don't think it's kind of good. It's decent. I did. It's I did a 180 not, on these guys. It's not I, where I go when I put on music. I'll, I'll spend my whole life ignoring most of this, and then I I'll go to the ruts. Watch some Grammys, and I'll like see brick. This is where I actually saw it. They performed this, I think, at the Grammys, uh. and like I left my gr- my Grammy viewing experience. Like, Dua Lipa's incredible. BTS is pretty good. They got the it factor. I was like, I get it. <laughs> you know who's got the it factor? Clarissa. I'm gay. That was for me loving this music, but go on, Clarissa. <laughs> I had a big crush on uh, Melissa Shut up. John Hart. Shut up. <laughs> when, when she played Clarissa. I'm listening to BTS on she the James the Corden program. <laughs> Sorry. I wanted to smooch the hell out of Clarissa when I was a kid. Oh, dude. Let's uh, let's do a fan voicemail. Yeah, I wish you had a fan in here. I'm dripping. It's really hot. I can open the door. My no, neighbors are outside. Just go. It's like beak room. I'm having a good time. <laughs> What's up, come guzzlers? Oh, this guy come on his opening line. I just hit my tooth on the mic. We are going to take that back. We're all going to hit our teeth a few times. Because we're going to listen to this a dozen. Let's go. He is the chucklehead. What's up, come guzzlers? Come delarus. I'm Don Juan de la Nouche. Come guz de la Nouche. What's up, come guzzler? <laughs> you stupid idiot! <laughs> come guggle the. Uh, why you should have hung up, bro? You should have. <laughs> no, I respect up. him. I respect him for being real, bearing his soul, <laughs> and plowing through. Which he's I respect about to him do. for pretending that it never <laughs> happened. What's up, come guzzler? <laughs> guzzlers, gobble the guzzlers, gobble the guzzlers. What's up, come gobble the guzzlers? Sounds like an auctioneer. What's up, come guzzler? Going once, going twice. So, <laughs> all right, last time, you guys, let's hear what he has to say now. What's up, come guzzlers? Guzzlers? <laughs> you acknowledge it, okay? I'm following up. Back it you, up. Mom. Back it up one more time. I said it was the last time, but it's not. <laughs> all right, everyone shut up. It's not funny. Shut up. Mm-mm. What's up, come guzzlers? <laughs> guzzlers? <laughs> okay, I can't even hear the next Guzzler. word. I just oh, got he's a just massage. messing with himself. I get it. Okay. I told you before I came here, I got a massage. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, because I have my foot wrapped. But the reason I wanted to go get a massage is because I've been in a boot for two weeks. And just walking on my heel on my left foot, uh, it's like killing my calf. And my whole like hip, my whole like left leg. Where, which is the sprained ankle, is like killing me. And I, I wanted to go get my calf worked out. And then like the whole time, she like won't do my, my left leg because the foot is wrapped. And I have to tell her like, hey, come on. It's okay. <laughs> hey, what's wrong? Don't be shy. Hey, come on. Let's go. And another thing that when I get massages, I don't know uh, if I've said this before, but your boy term is a, a ticklish son of a gun. Yeah. And... Most massages that I pay for, I'm paying to just get tickled and and just kind of like touched. For, Which is not what you want for 60 minutes. It's just what happens. No, you would rather have some strong man gripping your muscles. And you know and what? You know, At this place, this is one of those Chinese like fit foot like foot type of places. Dime a dozen. You're in a room with like 20 other people. Uh, but this place has like some good dudes 
who you know put some elbow grease into it and then they give me a lady so automatically i'm like fuck sexist and uh uh the reason i brought it up was like the whole time she's doing my back like every massage i just i'm ticklish and i just squirm around the whole time and then they're like is that okay and i'm like yeah "Yeah, it's okay i'm just ticklish and like you're being kind of gentle and that makes it worse and then when they use oil and there's kind of a breeze that makes it even worse i gotta be like sweating and you gotta be like like digging in so so nothing's tickling but anyway i'm sitting there the whole time like uh, I'm thinking of that monk that lit himself on fire so he can be on the Rage Against the Machine album cover. That's why he did it. <laughs> that was like, channel the monk. You know, that guy got, he was lit himself on fire and he just stood there, sitting Indian style. I don't know if that's how monks call it. Cross-legged. And Crisscross applesauce. <laughs> Crisscross applesauce. And he didn't move because uh, he's like deep in meditation and he didn't let the, it's like fire is the most painful thing possible yeah he's, he's going like this oh it's my called, god <laughs> is that hot <laughs> it's called self-immolating i've seen a few videos of self-immolating and i've never seen anybody take it as good as this guy i think he was a cambodian monk protesting the vietnam war that's cambodian <laughs> and uh anyway i'm trying i'm like laying there trying to channel that guy to not laugh or not like squirm anytime she hits a tickler spot and i just couldn't do it and I'm trying to do it now when this guy says, come Galagoos, Yeah, speaking of couldn't do it, let's try to get through this. And I can't not laugh. Hey, I got channel the monk. Seriously? It's not funny, so shut up. We're raging against this guy. What's up, come Goozlers? Goozlers. All right. We're moving on, okay? It's the your own dick guy. I'm following up with you, monk. I've had some time to think about it now. and um, Not one coherent yeah, word so far. Not <laughs> I think, one. I think his phone kind of fricked him <laughs> on that last one. It's the uh, it's the suck your own dick guy from, well, I guess it would be two weeks ago. Remember we talked about it? with We were really drunk by the end of last, or yeah, I guess last Speaking week. really drunk. Pull me up one more. Yeah, let's get fucked up. Let's do it. You're not going home tonight. Come on. <laughs> Tell Berta she gets both sides of the bed. Pull up. All right, what are you doing? I'm holding suck this. Suck your own dick guy. I'm following up. <laughs> what did we say oh. about sucking our own dick? It's not gay. Right. He was asking if it's gay, right? Right. It's your dick. And jerking off ain't gay, so sucking your own dick ain't gay. Okay. I'm caught up. Yeah. I'm not gay. I'm gay. <laughs> I'm, I'm gay. <laughs> it's the suck your own dick guy. I'm following up with you, mom. I've had some time to think about it now. And um, yeah, dude, if, if it's gay to suck your own dick, then it's like gay to jack your own dick, too. Already like, said that, bro. You're touching the dick, but it's yours. I think we covered it. You called in to make the. (laughs) First of all, you called in to make the same point that we already made, and you you wound up making an ass. No, you asked us a question to make a point. We made a point, and then you called in and reiterated our point. I made an ass out of myself. What is your damage, little boy? (laughs) You got a sick and twisted world perspective. Uh, Thanks for calling. Mostly last week. (laughs) That was a good question. And yeah, dude, it makes sense. You don't have to call in and remind us that it makes sense. We know. We broke it down, dude. If, if sucking your own dick is gay, masturbation is gay. I've been half of myself. <laughs> 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 that was Alec Baldwin when he was berating his daughter on the voicemail. <laughs> I was going to say, what the fuck is that from? I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> That's not a movie. It's real life. His daughter exposed her voicemail. And you know what? I'm Team Baldwin on that. I'm Team Baldwin on everything, honestly. Um, before we move on, just one time for old time's sake. 
What's up, cum guzzlers? Okay. <laughs> uh, this comes in from a one Jeffrey Lebowski. Bullshit. I've heard from people that can Fictional do it all. Oh. characters. Yeah, on the, on the heels of the last caller. Uh, this is called Self Suck, and Jeff says, I've heard from people that can do it that it is more like sucking a dick than getting your dick sucked. Travis. Right, because you're the whole time you're like, <clears throat> you're like this. So. Right, there's no enjoyment in it. It's all work. It's all like neck you work. You fold it up. Yeah. Uh, like fucking jujitsu so or yoga all, or something. Your Travis. breathing is a little constricted. It's not the same as fucking laying back, putting your arms, spreading your arms over the yeah. the top of the couch, putting your and, hands behind your head, <laughs> and getting gurked. You know, taking a big deep breath. Uh, so wait, Travis says he's heard from people that can do it. So he knows people that suck their own dick. Travis. Travis. You can call in again, next <laughs> we, and you got to say "Come, Gebelder Gozlers" to open it, but uh. I've never met anyone that can. I mean, I guess maybe I have, and they never expressed, they never confided that fact. I told you I tried. I got close. We've all tried. He says he's spoke, heard from people that can do it, because that's the that's the evidence here. They're like, yeah, you know, I uh, I can probably lick. I can suck my own dick. I got to tell you, it's more like I'll bet you a blowjob than getting one. I'll bet you I can lick the tip. Pull the tip out. (laughs) Well, it's got to be hard. Get me hard. All right, look at my asshole. (laughs) Is that gonna do it? That shit was so gay, eighty <laughs> style. All right, let's do another fan voicemail here. Hello, someone. Yo, what's up, squares? This is Koi, uh, the one that sent y'all the Captain Ron. And oh, you beautiful bastard! Glasses. They're full right now. They have Dude, drinks in them, and we are taking a shot wow, to Koi. The timing is something else. It was meant to be, Koi. Thank you, Koi. Don't be so coy. Ooh. Um, hope y'all enjoy them. Um, all right, smooches. That's it. <laughs> he bailed. Pulled the shoot. You had the floor, sir. You earned your spot on the floor, you know? You so, know what? Koi, you call in again. Ask Perfect us a call. question. Perfect call. Yeah, you're no, right. No fat to trim. Uh, Basically just says, like, hope you like that. So, uh, laters. Didn't fumble a word the first second of said call. <laughs> we are going like in some on that people. last guy. <laughs> you know what? Remember, um, I might even have it. Where when the guy it? like coughed. Yeah, do you remember he opened up Bobby G? Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Got a little frog in Did your throat. Did I say at the time it's like uh, when Jack Nicholson picks up the phone Ooh. and as good as it gets, and Helen Hunt's on the other line, and he th- starts out with the call with. Ugh! You probably. <laughs> and she. Okay. We are unoriginal. <laughs> Hey, guys. <laughs> <clears throat> Bobby G, you're a legend. Um, I don't have an original thought in my head. Oh, what happened now? Where was the goddamn thingy over there? Ha, ha, ba, ba, ba. Here's another. Oh, this is from Only Rob. I like one that uh, me and my girl share, and it makes me really proud that like she likes it, and what, she uh, even participates. One, one what? I'm sorry, I got is, lost. Uh, we don't use the word done. We Without say done, doing, done, uh, like shouty yellow. Oh, man, I wish. We we do uh, Andrew Dice Clay from The Day the Laughter Died when he goes, done. one stroke, done. <laughs> <laughs> so every, time, every time we use the word done, we have to repeat it and done. go, done. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. I fucking love it. Uh, this is right. entitled More Audio Nobody Asked For. It says, I heard this from Cooterman around 30 minutes in and had to sample it. This one also started as a joke, but ended up 
kind of cool. Enjoy. Let's see what this is. But I get that, like bending your ear to hear, like listen for something rhythmic in something that's not supposed to be. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> Woo! Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Ooh, dude. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. Do we need? Is it time for a new intro song? I don't know. <laughs> we have to find a, a bit to. This is this is something. <laughs> yeah, that is a new intro for some sort I'm of segment. You right we'll now, find, we'll figure it out. I'm downloading it. It's going in the folder. You know what got us? You're going in the book to watching uh, the Nickelodeon thing. Speaking of Dude, figure it that out, that was awesome, Rob. Uh, was I was trying to explain to my girlfriend what figure it out was? The old show on Nickelodeon. Oh, Suzanne Summers and like you know, I Pete and fucking Keenan would be on there. Figure it out, dude. Sam Roberts was on there. What? He had a talent. What didn't he? Yeah, he could bounce quarters off his ankle. Talent with air quotes. It was a show where kids with talent. It, I fuck with it because you know how much I love Wheel. Would know? go on. And then, it's like Wheel of Fortune, but for kids on Nickelodeon. As they reminded me in the documentary, uh, a panel of, they don't talk about the show, but they reminded me of this. Oh, a uh, panel of Nickelodeon kid cast. Like, right. Like Keenan Nickelodeon and, uh, celebs. What's his name? Da- Danny. Uh, Tamborelli. Uh, yeah, Tamborelli. Big Pete. He was on it all the time. Yeah. A cast of all that. The, the, the big girl. The, yeah, I was going to say, fat girl from the fucking <laughs> all that was on it all the time. Um, And then they have to guess what the kid's talent is. And if at any point one of them says the words, I don't know, they get slimed. <laughs> oh, shit. And then the talents, the one talent that I can remember was a kid who collected his toe jam in jars, which isn't much of a talent. Yeah, that's not cool. Oh, her name was Lori Beth Denberg, by the way. The big girl from all that. Lori Beth Denberg. She's in the documentary. <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, here we go. Yo, terms are like the complexion of a deity. Do you saying God's white? All right, <laughs> suck my dick. Later, bag. <laughs> yeah, what are you saying there? What is? Was it never what it seemed? That's too slow. The complexion of a deity. The reflection of my enemies. Wasn't ever what it seemed to be. I got a tendency to get set. I mean, I see him right down the Complexion doesn't only imply skin <laughs> color, does it? No, I don't think wink, so. Wink. I um, but is that what you were saying? That God is white and that you're a racist? Not what I was saying. I oh. was just saying I'm a God. <laughs> I was just like, it's not skin color, right? Complexion. The natural color, texture, and appearance of a person's skin. All right, well, texture. Especially the face. Texture. I was going with texture. Or, or, or the general aspect or character of something. Right. I, I share the general aspects and characteristics of deities. Yeah, nice try, dude, but we're squeaky clean. Let's do another one. Hey, yo, what's up, queers? Yo, man, I hate to burst your bubble term, but I'm just listening to the podcast, listening to you talk about Pier 7 and the manual pads out in the city, uh, my hometown. <laughs> so, San Fran, right? The, the, the San Franny pads? You know, um, that shit has been shut down for, like, years, dog. Skate stops. They fucking made them into wood. They, they put wood the over them. You can still manual those. I did it last time the I was there. Hmm. You think they changed since last time you were there, though? It was a few years ago. But here's the thing. I, I hate to burst uh, your bubble collar, but I sprained my ankle, and I already went on the trip, and I didn't even bring my board because I can't skate. 
So I'm glad they're shut down. Good. If no Keep one, if I can't down. skate them, no one can skate them. Stop them. It's dog shit now. You don't want to go do that shit. But uh, there's still a lot of hidden but, gems uh, in the city that BTS. like aren't blown out. So you know, I'll let your boy next time you come out here, dog, and you got uh, not a shitty ankle. I'll put you on to some spots, man. We'll cruise, shred it up. All right. Well, I'll yeah, boy. There you go. You got a skatey pal with the uh, ready for you next time. Uh, let's do one more. A little power round. Good, because we waited a very long time to get to these. So, last one. Yo, what's up, guys? Love the music. Uh, like the podcast. That's fair. I get that. But, do have a question. Has there ever been a time, maybe in the YouTube ciphers or a collab or something, where you heard someone rhyme the phrase, the Palmer Squares, and think, fuck, why didn't I think of that? Yes, of course. Absolutely. I got to say, my favorite one is Watsky, and I'm dope. Pulling these from my arm and hair. Palmer Squares, Obamacare. Yep. That Wrigley Field, arm and hair shit. Yeah, that's dope. But still, it kind of works. Obamacare, Palmer Squares, I get it. Yeah, totally. It sounded... Pulling these from my arm and hair. Here's one that that somehow I haven't dropped yet, but I I didn't think of it a long time ago. I thought thought of it within the last year. Chicago Bears. There you go. You want to talk about a Chicago reference? It's like I, have a I didn't even stretch. realize that the Palmer Squares and Chicago Bears could totally work as a line. And real somehow, stretch. in ten years and counting, we never did it. Palmer Squares, I got a farmer tan. <laughs> we can chow until the cows come through. It's better than cows come home. It was cows come home. Cows come home. Cows come through would have been better. No, home is more of a challenge, and you guys think outside the box. We can chow until the cows come home, and when we do, we'll light the grill and have a barbecue. Still rhymes to me, dude. Um, but yeah, that's a that's uh, also Wax said. Uh, Eye of the tiger, like shades a kid from uh, Auburn, Auburn wears, which is more of like a stretch, but I still appreciate the stretch made to rhyme our name. I would have never thought of that. I didn't know that they were the Auburn Tigers. I didn't like. I learned something. I don't even know, know what Auburn is. School, some city. The color that someone told me my hair was once. Um, Palmer Square. That might be more. That that more often happens with things like yeah, that. But also just rhymes. Like I said about the J Cole thing. It's like I was working on a thing, and it's or or even if I wasn't working on it, you still hear somebody say something, and you're like, how the fuck did I not think of that? No matter what it is. Um, in fact, there's a uh, we were gonna end with something from our homie Stevie Ray, and he has a line, "Bird's Eye View," a song that we've been sitting on. Uh, that's yeah. Now we're getting all bluey on this story, but knocking out all kinds of walls. Uh, he rhymed that with "Nerds IQ," which and, I didn't. And, right, and we, we we'll, have a song that we haven't dropped yet called "Bird's Eye View." I just re-recorded my verse for that. We all day. knew it was called "Bird's Eye View" when we wrote our verses. Yep. Nobody thought it was. Nobody thought it. And it's like God. You know what? You know, you got to tip your hat. Oh, I tip you my tip hat. That hat. I take to the, the whole owner. hat off. Yeah, I throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck it into the sea. Um, but no, it happens all the time with rappers that just like, they beat you to the punch, mm-hmm. the punch line a lot of times, but it's like, uh, it's, well, yeah, that's that's, I think it kind of makes it fun. Form. It doesn't yeah. bug me at all. I'm just like, that's awesome that I've thought a thousand times about what might rhyme with this phrase. And I never came up with that. It's like the closest, uh, like parallel with another, what I think art form, like skateboarding. It's like right. a guy hit a spot and was like, I did everything you could think to do on that spot. And then some guy comes by and is like, 
Nope. Boop, did you boop. See, um, you didn't do this. Did you see that Jake Wooten um, goes pro part? I haven't watched it yet. Okay. I don't want to watch. I'm not going to watch the whole thing, but I'm going to spoil the ender. Uh, I might have seen the ender. Is it a, like a big 5-0? No. That's his opener, bro. Okay. Well, I've seen some clips, and the 5-0 is nuts. Not yeah. so, but so. Uh, well, either way, like yeah, like skateboarding. You, it's just tricks that have never been done, or you've never really like, you didn't even think that that could be done or something. Uh, but yeah, definitely all the time with listening to rap music. Now that we've made rap, sometimes like we do it to ourselves. Or like, it takes years to like work a scheme out, and hopefully nobody um, drops it. You know, before you do, before you figure it out. But sometimes that happens. Look at this. Look at this fucking trick. Look at this shit. Yeah, wait for it to buffer. But when it's done, whoa. What? By the way, this Jake Wooten part is 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 it this? Just top to back crazy. No, he's just. I mean, all of it is amazing, but this this last trick I've never seen anyone do this. He basically goes up at the what is this Portland? Yeah. Woo! Front side, Front side 360, 360 back into a blunt stall on the big ass cement. I think burn that's side. The, yeah the burn side. We went there on tour once, and I had my board. One more angle. <laughs> that's insane that's crazy it's and, like you uh, could, you, the, his body's winded up like his it's like uh it's almost like his bottom half and top half are like a, an action figure like it's he's so spun to try and whip and do a 360 into that stall old it's action so figures clean, whose torso and legs were held together by a little rubber band hooking yeah. over something on the legs it's like the dude from kablam i mean you still like, talking about nickelodeon used to pull them and they would kind of like you could see the rubber band stretching and you're like Ah, ah, it's ah. his intestines. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fucking nuts. Yeah. I mean, I didn't need to pull it. It was a waste of time, but I knew you'd appreciate it. Oh, let's do a couple YouTube yeah, comments. We, oh, uh, go ahead. We were on tour and we pulled up to Burnside and I had my skateboard and I like rolled up and was like, nah, nah. <laughs> there's nothing I'm going to do I here. I have a board. We went there because like... It's, everything is huge and there's like silas baxter neil was there just fucking shredding and i was like i'm not i'm not doing anything here not only do we like uh, getting in the way do we recognize spots from watching skate videos growing up but it's um, a level in tony Hawk, tony hawk's bro. pro skater same thing with what the, when i went me and my girlfriend went to san fran and we took like the ferry from oakland to dude san alcatraz fran. alcatraz is a level in one true, of them true. and when you land but no, like just the main like the benches and like that big like water dude, fountain square when you thing. land into the front part of alcatraz where they drop you i'm looking around and i had deja vu because it's I've been here. I remember in the, Tony first, Hawk. the first time I stepped foot on the pier at San Fran. I had no idea that that was the. Arr, and arr, then I, I'm arr. looking around and like, have you know? I'm like in the level, mm -hmm. and that's how I knew. I knew it so well from Tony. I I made a comment when we were there that like, yo, I've never been here, but there's a level I, I in know Tony Hawk's around pro the skater, yeah. and they did a great job. Like really the, the whole fucking amazing. stairwell down to the fucking front of the island. It's it's like exact. I don't know if they had the uh, the graffiti from the Indians who took over the island in like 1969. Uh, some YouTube comments uh, from Justin 530. Come gobble the guzzle from the Never Had Nothing video. It says banger banger because it's a banger. So nice. I think you meant they had to say it twice. Bangarang. Uh, hook Rufio acknowledge video. Uh, dog, I missed the Boston concert. When you coming back? It was like eight years ago. People don't forget. 
Um, uh, we'll be back, hopefully, soon. No, we're going to be back. We're, we're, we're going to be back. We'll be back. By the time you hear this, we will have been back, and you will have missed it again. Yeah, bitch. Okay. Um, rape room video, or Silk Purse. This slaps harder than Money Mike. After listening, I had a baby powder handprint on my cheek. Oh, I get it. Is slap, that like one of those box. slap guys nope, nope. who slaps people? Man, talk about dime a dozen. A lot of comments that show up on the YouTube of somebody like making like, this is more fire than a Taco Bell sauce pack. I'm stealing a wax line. But that type of level of just like, wow, this is fire like when you light wood ablaze. Generic, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's a fire. You just described a fire. <laughs> cool. You know, you could do better than that. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for the comment. Bacon 89. <laughs> This is more fire than that monk <laughs> in Cambodia. Who lit himself on fire for the album cover effort. Uh, MC Showcase. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Rage Against the Machine paid him a pretty penny. Yeah, they're like, we'll give you 500 bucks to <laughs> let us shoot a photo of this. Um, showcase. Yo, the kids need violence. Any luck, 2021 gang. They're still out here. They're out here. Um, bars video. Y'all got bars on this hands down, but Semper Fi off Planet of the Shapes is absolutely ridiculous. Well, Derek Kaziki has, has named his favorite. If you had to pick bars or Semper Fi, one of them's got to be undone. One of them has to disappear into the ether. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to go bars. Uh, I might go Semper Fi. Fucking stupid ass Semper Fi doesn't have a cool video. Yeah, but Bars was cut from the album because Semper Fi Yeah, but everybody who watched <laughs> the video and listened to the song said it shouldn't have been cut from the album. You know album. what's funny? I, I remember years ago, both of us pretty much agreeing, just in a casual convo, like what our best songs were. And Semper Fi, we both agreed okay. it's like a top five. What I don't remember a conversation about sentence. Bars being that. What was part of that sentence? What? Years ago. Oh, yeah, that you remembered <laughs> and I forgot. So it never happened. Uh, that's a hard question. But maybe strictly because of the video, I might go bars. But so because we made of the a video bars, for Semper Fi, the song would hey, hold up better? if I'm going Fuck video, I'm going bars. If I'm going bars, I'm going Semper Fi. But we're only going bars because you, you can't compare them on a video level because only one has it. Figure They're both out. audio, so you can compare that. Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is this? Uh, oh, yeah, So You Think You Can Rap. All-time classic. Thanks, Jeff. Word video. Who's still bumping this underrated ass song in 2021? Uh, flex bicep. Flex bicep. Fire emoji. Uh, bareback bathhouse. What sample is this? Oh. Wow. Wow. The Shining? <laughs> and goodbye. With Goodbye. Willis Chillin. It says, Willis Chillin just has one of those voices made for rap. Something you might not appreciate in everyday conversation, but when you hear him flow, it seems like he was born for it. I agree, sir. We concur. Or ma'am. I, I don't know who wrote I, that. I feel, personally, like myself, I'm the opposite of that. I feel like I'm someone who had to work very hard to figure out how to sound good on a rap song, and even then I go, eh, 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 Ouch! <laughs> But yeah, Will, uh, much like our song Expressions, which is a true story, he walked in, first try, listened to it back, and went, that's it. That's good. And it was. It was good. It was good. And I'm like, I've, I, I couldn't even be mad that never he didn't do try the, hard because it was good Yeah, enough. I'm conflicted because it's for our album. So we're like, yo, maybe you want to <laughs> think about this, you know, put an effort in. And he's like, no, it's effortless. Underrated and it was, song. And it was. Uh, and he also... I believe we've we've touched on this before, but we saw when he went into the booth that he had his lyrics all written out on like a, I might have been on his phone or something, yeah, yeah. 
but he it just was, doesn't use the space bar. It was like a page in a book, or the uh, it paragraph. was just a big block of words. The return key. The, he didn't fucking space with each line. You know, whenever whenever a new line starts, I hit yeah. enter. It was written like a Stephen King novel. I was like, how did you? How do you like keep track? I don't know. That's so interesting to me. I guess you just keep going like a book. There you have it, everybody. Thanks for calling in, writing in, and just leaving a comment on our videos on YouTube. Uh, stuff coming soon, maybe, hopefully, you know, working on it. Email, tbsreportspodcast at gmail.com. Phone number, 708-797-3079. And don't forget to go to patreon.com slash palmersquares. We'd appreciate it, but uh, we'd appreciate it even more starting in july because we're actually going to be giving you something to incentivize it uh working on something stupid something fun coming soon ish speaking of july Mm -hmm. the square dance tour oh my god if you didn't see it on the internet we're going to be talking about it every week on the road again wish i was on the road again i'm half axed i feel good about it i'm gonna be on the road again (laughs) uh starting in july again july is going to be the beginning it's a new beginning for us you guys some new music's going to come out. Some new shows just got announced. Uh, first and foremost, July 9th in Tulsa, Oklahoma, right? That's the first one. We're starting in Tulsa. Tulsa. Uh, and then the following night, the 10th, we're going to be um, Oklahoma City slash Norman. Probably the deli. The homie always puts us up over there. Uh, then we're moving on down. This is a fir- uh, Moving this- on down. I'm so excited for these next two in particular uh, no disrespect to all the rest of them, but uh, July 15th, we're in Houston for the first time ever, and it's a free show. It's a free show. That's what happens when you're a nobody and you can't, you don't have clout in the city. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to no, do no, to no. get in there. That's what happens. Oh, I mean, we just love when you guys. When the people have been deprived of live entertainment for over a year by a tyrannical government, may I add, and it is time to bring back the show. Houston has So been, we might as well give them a free one, baby. Houston is free. Houston's been on the wish list for years. We've never managed to make it to that city in Texas, though we've played Texas. I got family in Houston. I've been there. It's been a long time. Yeah, well, we got spots on the guest list for him. Let's go. I went there when I was like seven years old, and I brought my fucking uh, first edition Game Boy and watched Beavis and Butthead, and then Fire Ants bit my cousin uh, on her feet, so me and my brothers went out with a case of mug root beer, and we poured it all over the anthill and then hit him with bats. Now you tell me, am I lying? (laughs) (laughs) Um so yeah, Houston. It's just been a long time Houston. coming. We've been rapping as the Palmer Squares for over ten years, and we never made it. So uh, we're gonna change that in July. I really hope some people come out, and if not, that's chill too. I'm just excited to go. July sixteenth. We're playing in Austin, Texas. And I'll tell you why I'm excited about this one because we've played Austin an, uh, several times at this point. Austin, Massachusetts. This is the first time that it's been unassociated in any way. With South by Southwest. Little Fish, Big Pond, South by Southwest. It's just this big. I imagine a lot of residents of Austin. You know what it's like to play for 15 minutes and the only people there are the other bands and their girlfriends. So this is actually just a Palmer Square show. It's not like you have to buy some fucking event to a thing where we play a showcase for 20 minutes. This is our show. So we're coming to Austin like Palmer Square is headlining Austin for the first time. First time. I believe it's a Friday. July 16th, uh, following night, Saturday, the 17th, in Denton. So all you Dallas peoples, not far away, come on out to Denton. And then we got San Antonio on July 18th, guys. A little four-pack in Texas, two-pack Oklahoma. 
we're doing it. And this is going to be the beginning of hopefully more efforts for little tour packs like this. We would love to hit, you know, the Pacific Northwest or the Southwest. We want to do some San Diego, Arizona mm-hmm. shit too. We want to go back on the road. So we're figuring out how to do that right on now. On the road again. And if you're near these cities, I wish know, I was on the road again. Oklahoma and Texan nearby. I just want to be playing shows with my friends. You know what I'm saying? Oh, on the road again. If you, you know, you got Fort Worth. Come on out. You want to make a real yeah, drive? Dallas to Den. That's like four minutes. El Paso. Minutes. You want to go fucking hard? Come on up. <laughs> Come on up. Pick them up. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Really excited. Dallas to Denton, 40 minutes. We're driving like six times that just to perform. Oh, yeah. Show. Dallas got to show out. We played one show in Dallas ever, and I got to tell you, it's a pretty memorable night for the Palmer Squares. Yeah, we also all ate all? at a Redneck Heaven, and I ordered uh, bull testicles on accident. And Still the girl, another memorable night. And the fucking beautiful girl that brought them to me called me a faggot when she set them down. She and then did. she yelled out to the whole bar, this guy's this guy likes bulls in his mouth. Yeah, we're gay. <laughs> and then they were pretty good, honestly. And I was smitten by the girl. Look, call me a faggot. You stole my heart. <laughs> It was a good night. Who's a faggot now? I'm in love with you, woman. Bitch. Um, <laughs> merchandise, spookylanguage.com slash shop. And uh, the with or without it, vinyl. Still on sale. Bishoprecords.com. Check that out. Do we still have a P.O. box? We sh- we, we're not going to promote it. Fuck it. No, no, no. Ah, we're in the process of switching the P.O. box to a different location. <sighs> so never mind the P.O. box for this week. Hopefully by next week we'll have a new number. Never you mind. Never you mind. And I think I can set it so they'll reroute anything oh, sent, never you sent mind. to the old number. Never you mind. In case someone's listening to an old episode like an ass. Hey, when you do change it, seriously though, you just got to take three minutes and go online and do the change of address. So if someone does send something, they'll send it to the new P.O. box allegedly. Supposedly if they yeah, don't fuck it. it up. I huh? get it. Do you? No. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to follow also the Smoochie Gang playlist on Spotify. Haven't heard something from the homie Stevie Ray in a minute. Uh, new single, Ramen Out Now Again. Bird's Eye View, Nerd's IQ. Undeniably a good rhyme. How, how have we never heard that yet? We've been doing this for a long time. Again. The, the hat. My hat is off. It's off. <laughs> it's on the rack. Permanently. I don't wear hats anymore. No. Just, I, I don't do it. I'm going to shave my head because <laughs> hair is kind of like a hat. Hair's off, Stevie. For real, though, um, I know Stevie just set up some new pages and stuff. Call me Stevie Ray. Go follow him and enjoy the single Ramen, which I'm starving. Sounds delish. I uh, eat. And we'll see you next week on the TPS Sports mm-hmm. Podcast. Mm-hmm. Smooches. Kill Whitey! Y'all ain't never met a motherfucker flies this. I don't even touch a ground when I'm gliding in. Little mama swallow me like I'm a vitamin. If you wanna shine, I can show you how to do that Smooth as butter, sweet as butterscotch glaze That's a nod to my brother when you come up in the bay It's a given that you're different, we was gigging in the scrape Been a minute since I did it, but it's in me to the day That I drop, 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 drop I know when they get the rock, when the shot clocks up If it ain't no legendary, shit, it's not my job How they come up too short, but they not tied, shot. They ain't ready for it, too heavy for them They can't take it, they back's breaking Flow nuts, these other cats get castrated I got a feeling in my gut, I want the rest greatest it's like a white girl booty dog i can't shake it you follow me everywhere that i go i feel the weight of my potential that shit heavy to hold i mean a whole tree fit inside of the seed i'm already what i'm trying to be so let's go what it do i see it with a bird's eye view bitch i'm higher than the nerds iq bitch, I'm what it be i pull up like steph with a three shorty bless me and i ain't even sneeze what it is i tell you how i handle my biz put a t up in the air when i get what you want? I'm turned like the key inside the lock. You ain't hot, I'ma need you to stop.
top. These days I'm getting cheese off the singles 'cause I'm master the craft. It's been a decade, but now they say it's happening fast. But shit, I'm finally free, and it's nice to be me. Took a year to see, and now I'm rocking right in the week. I know the next part, my best part. My old shit slept on, my new shit lift off. My friends get checked on, her ass got stretch marks. My DJ stopped to smoke at every rest stop. Right where I left off, it's nothing I missed. I just let it suspend, that's why I hung from the cliff. And now that I'm grown, I'm falling over without tripping. I know I ain't gotta tell you how I done what y'all did. Y'all kidding? I flip the flow, the shit be unpredictable. I'm sticking to the basics like a motherfucking pick and roll. A give and go, I lock in like a figure form. Really a vibe. Quit your bitching, little homie, 'cause you killing my. What it do? I see it with a bird's eye view. Bitch, I'm higher than the nerds IQ. What it be? I pull up like Steph with a three. Shorty blessed me and I ain't even sneeze. What it is? I tell you how I handle my biz. Put a T up in the air when I give. What you want? I'm turned like the key inside the lock. You ain't hot. I'ma need you to stop. We're gonna begin tonight in California.